back in somewhat a studio. We have the studio back up and running since I had moved to a new home. And um, I thought it was appropriate to finally build the studio out for this very special group that we have today. We have the A-team, the Olympic gold medalists wow. in the house. Usually, Geeter, I'd, I'd introduce you first, Buddy, but you I should just fourth out you of went four way down on the, <laughs> on the totem pole here. I can't believe Geeter's not doing the intro. I, I don't even, I mean, I'm just like, no, this is like, I, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Listen, we got Chris Geeter McGee here. He's the guy that is so good at his job that the Los Angeles Lakers stole him away from us. Boo. I miss my friends. Dude. I know, I thought I was going to get to play like a match that you would announce me for and can I come back and do yeah, one? Yeah, just do please? one for me. Well, we did get to hear a Geeter intro just two days ago. Yeah. And someone was trying to interview me. You were on the big screen, yeah. and someone was trying to interview me after our match because it was happening after a match. And I was like, um, I'm sorry, but I need to watch yeah. this. I'm yeah. not going to miss this. <laughs> I, I'm going to say this about that because I think we all can agree that Jake Gibb is one of the great humans. For right? sure. Uh, your story going over and playing with him in Tokyo, I just love that you two finally got to connect. On that yeah. level, but he's always been a, a favorite. He's just a good guy. He's been and, my least favorite. Uh, isn't but that because, amazing? Because yeah, no, I know. I've so learned good. a lot from watching he's, him every way. Over the he's years a too. pro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, he's a pro. And his sister reached out to me right before the Olympics, or when you guys were already over there, and she's like, "Hey, I'm, we're doing a video. Like, I think he would love for you to do one." So I did a quick one, and I got so many awesome like text messages about it. Just made me feel oh, yeah, real I good. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, really yeah. cool. It made me feel good. I'm like anything for Jake, and he didn't know it was coming. So. I give Josh at the AVP a lot of credit. Josh called me during the week, and the whole plan, Jay Roche and I had this plan that I'm gonna show up to Manhattan on Sunday, and I was gonna bust it out. And then COVID, I the couldn't bit. come. Oh, COVID. So I was I crushed you were personally. Say, and then he lost. Number one, I was crushed I was because like, yeah, I love Manhattan Open. Did. Like, yeah. they know. I've, I've been right there watching yeah, them. Like, for sure. I love Manhattan Open. I love watching all of you guys compete. It's one of my favorite things. And I even love that I don't have to work it now. I just get to watch it as a fan. It's so fun for me. So. Josh was like, I told Josh, and he's like, he texted me midweek. He's like, what do I have to do to get you out to Chicago? People are coming out for this. Mm. And I'm like, and I, it just already, it was too, the week was too far along. We had too much stuff in motion with the family for me to come out. So I really, so he's like, can you shoot a video? So literally Saturday, Alex Bake, our friend Alex Bake, uh, I, I texted him. I'm like, I, here's a guy I trust. Yeah. I go, meet me. Are you playing Labor Day weekend? He's like, yeah, he's playing at the big Labor Day at 16th. He's like, I go, I'll meet you around three o'clock. Just will you and I will go somewhere, and I want to shoot this thing for Jake, and I had some ideas in my head, so it was actually mm -hmm. really fun to do it, and, and uh, it just felt kind of brought me back a little bit to like you know the old days, so it was, it was cool. So. I have a question. There was yes. a I saw a hashtag first take. Was it your so first take? It was really funny. Is I was like, okay, dude, like we'll do this a bunch of times. Let's get it right. That's why I want you here. And I go, I want you to like tell me. I go, I trust you. I want you to say like, dude, this isn't good, yeah. or you missed mm -hmm. a word right. or whatever. So it was just funny because he, you know. And Bake was actually like a producer, like big time that, producer. Bake's yeah. won Emmys, like Bake knows yeah, what he's doing, like right? Like big time commercials. Big time. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I texted and, and he, you know, he was so good, man. He was in the middle of playing his tournament. He goes, no, let's go over here. The lighting. He just knew exactly how mm -hmm. to set it up. So he was awesome. And when we were done, I was like, he's like, dude, that's it. He's Nailed like, it. first take? Yeah. And I'm like. Wait, how many takes? Like, really? <laughs> was that one? So we were like, we were both were laughing, and I'm like, well, no, we should probably do it again, but like, 
was it good? I'm like, tell me the truth. Is it good? He's like, no, dude, you, I'm sending this to Josh right now. Like, so forget good. it. So it it's was, like, it was it kind was of fun crazy. that it was like just yeah. whatever, ram it was rambling. And, I, but it's, I, that's what no, I did back in the day. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't rambling. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, you want to get everyone in, but you don't leave everybody out. It's like, yeah. a, I was know. literally like, how does he remember all these stats <laughs> oh, and like rattle them oh. off like that? Well, we went over that on the last podcast last yeah. time you were here. Yeah. This guy, since he's a kid, just. Yeah, it's somehow. Yeah, he just somehow remembers sports stats. And, and right. you know, when you're doing it every weekend, like when I'm announcing yeah. you, you know, like yeah. I, I knew who, see people, I, I, I watched, well, I watched Alex play since she was 13 and on, but when April was young, I was coaching against her. I coached against Alex too, but like, wow. so I, I lost to April in the finals of, of a festival for the national championship when I was coaching, when I was younger coach, I, Danny Glenn, her high school coach was a friend of mine. So I, I always wow. threw in Danny Glenn in Newport Harbor and like the people in that world loved that yeah well sure. i'm glad you did that yeah it was, well i remember yeah. when i would play against you guys i would get a kill and you'd be like guys it's okay alex good job <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no. i thought i'd like I to tell so kids funny. great i know like i just was like it's she just hit over you it's yeah. fine we're good <laughs> i can't coach <laughs> I, you what to do against yeah. that so it's fine yeah. <laughs> we're good we're good there was we're like good. that commentary but, like, even back then yeah. it was amazing i don't know i feel like i've always i don't know if it's from the announcing part of it or the coaching i just like love like seeing great volleyball yeah. even when it's mm. against me like Millie's team our team this year is my last year coaching we lost the finals at JOs and it was this magical Aww. miracle run as you guys know emotional yeah, yeah. and like we lost to Wave it was like we go all this way you know to, to play the JOs and you play your friends <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, as you it guys all know like right? That, yeah. Yeah, and, right and like we this is the seventh time we played and we were 3-3 three, three. well their outside hitter got hurt and didn't play JOs so their third string outside hitter who I didn't know I knew her from the beach a little bit she, she, she has the match of her life in the finals. And by the way, she kills us. And we lose this match. And like in all the madness, I'm like kind of crushed on a lot of levels. Like, oh my God, it's my last time coaching my daughter. Try not to mm. get emotional here. And I'm pissed we didn't play that well. It's like all these little <laughs> things, right? I see, I, I, all of a sudden I like, I had to go seek out. I just had to tell this mom and dad yeah, and the girl. Aww. And I found them and I like stopped her. Mm -hmm. It's like maybe 20 minutes after the final and they were going to get their you know, ceremony and stuff. And I said, I just want you to know what you did was the most one of the most special things you'll take this for your whole life and the dad was like he's like Aww. dude she never plays <laughs> I'm like, no, like well buddy that, she played today <laughs> yeah. that means so much though you know you know what i can i remember playing in the finals at jo's yeah. and under and i remember remember kiva that volleyball yes. club kentucky kiva was indiana the yeah they were like yeah. gnarly and i remember we lost in the finals i got silver medal and i remember the coach came up to me and said you're, you played amazing. You're going to be amazing. You have a bright And I remember it. You know, like so things cool. like that. You remember that one? It's weird. Yes. I know. 12. So it's cool that you did that yeah, because cool. that girl deserves to hear it. Her parents and deserve to hear yeah. it. You remember that kind of stuff? Like, I can remember people being complimentary when I was a junior, but I went back and I watched some of my Davis Festival footage. Yeah. And I was like, I was terrible. I was like, <laughs> no way, really? Oh yeah, I'm like, I'm embarrassed Dude, for myself. I thought I was God. so much better than this, and I'm like the worst person on this team. But like, it was all I thought I was good. We, so. we I was opposite. <laughs> I thought I was terrible. You guys are hilarious, by the way, because you're both unreal. You know that, by the way, right? That's but I had this connection with April because um, she played for my buddy Jarrett, who's one of my dearest friends in the world at SC and it was really his first big recruiting class was theirs and they went on to win a couple national championships but they went all the way to the final four when they were all freshmen well I announced their games it was really the first gig that I had outside of the AVP I was like doing play-by-play -play and color commentating for at SC, SC volleyball they had no internet way. broadcast it was just starting you weren't even, you weren't in Galen were you 
No, we were in North no, Gym. We North Gym. North Gym. North wow. Gym. I, I went with them to the Final Four. Yeah. Because Remember those games? My sister was obsessed with Nicole Davis. Nicole Davis, exactly. And so we'd go and watch, like, and my dad worked at SC for a bunch yep. of years, and so we'd go to all the, and I'm sure I watched you. But that was, like, my favorite gym ever to play. Yeah, it was By really fun. Legendary. We, went, we yeah. literally went to every SC game. I never it. won there at Northridge. I won when they went to the Lions Center and played. Oh, yeah. We Lions. never, yeah. I always Lions was Center curious why Santa Barbara men don't play in Rob Gym all the time, and why USC just didn't stay in Northridge, because it's really hard to win there. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really hot and the ceiling's oh, really low. Totally. Yeah. And if you don't know what you're doing, the you're The fans are right on top oh, of you. Yeah. Like the, the fans in the corner, like yeah. right yep. over so the court. Loud. Big gyms are overrated. Oh yeah. my god. We I mean I went to SC. I graduated with ten kids from my high school. Only volleyball player. So I had no gym. Yeah. Literally outdoor basketball court. And then I, I'm at SC next. Like that's my next step. Yeah. <laughs> Brand new Galen Center. Brand new Galen Center. We're the second year in the Galen Center, and it's like Lakers locker room and everything. But then I show up to game day, and like the front row is full. You know, like we never such a bottom bowl. Maybe we packed. The girls packed it maybe a little bit better. Yeah, we never packed the whole gym my whole career. I'm I'm curious if you guys now love seeing so many women's matches packed around the country yeah. probably more than before right and the men's have some good followings too. i don't like it because i i was just a university of hawaii wahine yeah fan my whole you know yep. childhood and i it was always like we have the best family yeah. you had a lot of nobody can you had a lot of nobody can can uh compare with us and then now everyone i mean i don't really care we but turned on the tv the other day and nebraska was playing I watched and yeah and tyler was yeah. coaching and <laughs> like Teddy, every time he sees volleyball on TV, yeah. he stops and he watches That's it. That's awesome. And I was like, yeah, this is like the beginning of their season, and it's yeah. just packed. It's like ten thousand people or something. Does ridiculous. Does Teddy love volleyball now? Lo- oh my god, he loves. I love that all the <laughs> former kings and the hockey guys that they, live in this community. By the way, they're the greatest. Volleyball. First of all, they're some of the greatest guys. Yeah. They're just so humble and cool. They all love volley. They Same with the Hoopers, like Luke T- and the Teddy crew. Teddy played yeah. in. Uh, I he loved it. Yeah, right? I loved it. I ran into two of Teddy's hockey friends at Manhattan Open, like after we won, and yeah. they like were coming through the crowd to like find me to take a photo. Really? And I was like, "You guys, how? Do, why do you I care know. so much?" <laughs> I, I'm sure you guys have been asked this a, a million times already, but I, I think, you know, I, I wanted to go to Manhattan and ask you myself, just because, I don't know, you, you guys know me, and like, like I always love sending texts to you guys when you win because it just, I don't know, I just, I want to tell you, like, I'm proud, and I love it, and you guys all like reply really quickly back, which is always amazing. <laughs> it makes me feel good, but. But like, you know, it was a weird Olympics because of your family and friends weren't there. So I'm curious how much love could you guys feel from being over there or was, you know, you've been to an Olympics before where everyone's there. So for me, like we were so into it, but I wanted you to know that we were so into it, you know, like yeah. we're all staying up to watch like the kids, like, you know, we're was, building our day around it. It was like you know? a really stark difference because when everybody's there and your family's there, you're almost looking for a little distance, you know, like Interesting. I need to decompress. I need to focus on what we're Shut here to off, do. Though. Like, okay, I'll meet you guys mm. for lunch. But like, other than that, I gotta, you know, mm. you guys gotta yeah. help me out. Um, but because we were there, no one was there. It was like, oh, I can't wait to check my phone. I can't Aww. wait to like, you know, hear what everyone is saying and like check my text messages. Mm. So. I felt more connected to, I think, our group of people and our family and stuff than previously when they were actually able to go. That's so interesting to me. That yeah. makes a lot I, of sense, I really actually. felt like so much more love, maybe because we were looking for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I have nothing to compare it to, but like we both had 
huge crews, like, getting together, watching every game, and then they did that thing on NBC where after the match we did an interview and we'd get to see our whole That group. always made my family cry. Oh, yeah, I, like, we, I, yes, oh, we were fighting back tears every right, that was, time. So oh, it, I wouldn't have been able like, to do it. I think people were almost, like, more engaged and they they were ready to cheer for somebody and yeah. watch, really get into sports again and, you know, with COVID. And so, I don't know, I felt so supported. Yeah. I have nothing to compare it to. I haven't been to the Olympics before, but I didn't feel like, oh, we missed something or it wasn't that great. Like, I felt like everyone was super invested. And and even the final, like, we got a little bit of a bigger crew. And it felt like a big deal. I know, it did feel like a big deal. And, you know, everybody but in there. was a cr- there was a little there crowd. There was a little there crew. Was. Like, so, yeah. so who was there? So I think some people from USOC that had been working all sports, and because it was the last day of the Olympics, basically, they were done working all the other sports, and they were allowed they to were come. They were in the end zone. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> yeah. sat in the same area. Uh, Jay Roche yeah. was there. Yeah, yeah, he was there finally for finally, the last yeah. one. I was giving him crap because I was like, I just... He doesn't. It doesn't sound like he's playing the songs that he knows I like. Like yeah, not one. No, he, he knows said, you guys. He said he wasn't allowed to. Did you talk to him about it? No, I didn't. I. He says he wasn't. He said in an interview though. You're like, to. oh, he's probably doing a good job by not giving like showing favoritism. I yeah, did say that, but then also I also said in an interview, I'm like. I think I misunderstood. I think he's here doing indoor volleyball and he's not doing beach volleyball. Oh my God. And he, I think he heard that or saw that and then he texted me and he's like, I'm, I haven't done any of your matches yet because he was on the night shift. Oh, that's right. And we were always morning shift mm. and then he did the finals. Mm. And, okay, he's not supposed to play songs for you anybody. Knew. We were literally walking into the stadium He's playing um, Avicii, Wake Me Up, which he knows is like one of my favorite yeah. artists. Yeah. I was like fighting back tears. I'm like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Family. This is like the perfect Family thing. Man. The yeah. perfect, like. It's beautiful. I was like, I'm, that's amazing you did that, but I'm feeling really emotional now. And I have to like, <laughs> yeah. pull myself together yeah. and play in this gold medal match. <laughs> yeah. I think he, he did that for Jake too. For sure. Like, on the down low. And, and for you, like, your situation's so different, right? Like, you didn't know you were going. Yeah. Jake calls you, you're like, I'm ready, I'm on a plane. Like, That's you come crazy. in, and I'm sure you were feeling yeah, so much love from people because it was all over Instagram, and, you know, the stuff. McKinnon's well, put out that really. unbelievable I mean, video. Yeah. It all came in waves, though. Because, like, yeah, I mean, our perspective, it's funny because, like, we're both first-timers. Yeah. But you had that lead-up, which is a big deal. Like, Actually, it might be better if you don't have <laughs> <a> <laughs> No, I, I think so completely. nervous leading up, like, and the then I wasn't that nervous at the Olympics. I thought it was the lead up is like the most oh, really? anxious I didn't part. Have, yeah. I didn't have family talking to me about it and hype friends yeah. telling me how and you know showing me how like emotional they are about it. You know, yeah. Yeah. like eventually I got that later. But I got I'm literally in Vegas, vacation with my family, and it's just me and my daughter. Gabby's uh, she had I don't know what she was doing. She was building my house. Yeah. <laughs> was she was working. Uh, yeah, I was finally yeah. contributing <laughs> for uh, a second. Yeah. And then I'm driving back alone with the baby, and I'm at Subway slash Dairy Queen, trying to figure out which one to go to. <laughs> and Jake, as I walked walk in the door, and Jake Gibb calls. And in my head, like, I had tried to block it out of my head, like, don't look at your phone like you're going to be the alternate and someone's going to call you. I was going to say, did you? Yeah. No, I knew nothing. But Jake Gibbs calling me. What do you think? He's never called me in my life. I can't even imagine. Me and Jake are rivals too. We've like established it now. Like, we didn't talk really. Very respectful rivals. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just like, yo, what's up? And he's like, (laughs) he's like, I'm sure you heard. And I was like, I haven't heard, but the fact that you're calling me tells me something's up. And he's like, yeah, Taylor got it positive whatever yeah. and he goes 
I'm going to be completely honest with you. I called Trevor first. He's my alternate. His back's hurt. He hurt it playing golf or something. I was like, I'm supposed <laughs> to leave the Atlantic City with Trevor in two days yeah. for the AVP next. You didn't and even I didn't know his back. know his back was out. <laughs> so you're telling me that so Taylor's out. You called Trevor, and for the first time ever, I'm the guy who throws his back out. Yeah. Trevor throws his back out for the first time, and I'm going to the Olympics. Or you want me to go. And he story. was, like, so, like, down. Yeah. Like, his voice was like, hey, man, like, I guess if you want to get on a plane and <laughs> give it a shot or You're something. Like, yeah, maybe. No, and I fired up I all know. of a sudden. I was like, Which wow. he loved. Yeah, I was like, yeah. dude, if I get on this plane, we're going for the gold, blah, blah, I've I've just been training in 110 degrees, which I was. Yeah. Just, I don't know why I was doing that. I don't know. I was just training. I know, and but that's really amazing. That's like faith, though. Christian, that you're that's, like. I took a video. Like, you already. I know. I remember watching, oh, yeah. like, I watching your it, stories I and stuff. And, and like, you you lost the race and you're yeah. still grinding. And then you get the call. Like, it just feels like it was meant to happen. I don't know. As an outsider, I was really happy for you. That's what the alchemist is I all about. It's hard that Put you it out had there. worked and, like, Put all the stuff you'd gone through. And it just felt like. You I never wanted to see that, that happen to yeah. Taylor. Right. Of course, of course, for sure. Yeah. But it felt really right that you got the yeah. call, and I don't know. I was, we were happy it, for you. It's, yeah. I did mean, you I kind of feel that way too. It's just hard to like comprehend. And did you end up loving Jake? Yeah. yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> I, like once you guys go, <laughs> I, I just get it more now. Yeah, I, I get it. Like his his teammate. He's mm-hmm. every guy that's played with Jake is has had their best career yeah. moments with him and like you're not he makes all his you understand better. why now is what you're saying and i think because i've always been trying to beat jake he's yeah he's gotten the best of me of my whole career for the most part um and i think he's just so good at all the little things that i try to add to my game so i can push myself beyond That's everyone awesome. else and he's freaking doing them all better than anyone else so it's like i just can't pass him because yeah. he's so good at all the intangibles all the small things and um that's kind of what I learned. I'm like, I think cool. he's the guy I'm like trying to emulate, and that's why I can't freaking catch him. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like, a good point. And it, so it's like a lot of respect. And obviously, he was that kind of teammate to me. He really respected that I came yeah. in. I get, I shot the whole team attack. By the way, I showed up. I left on a plane secretly, supposed to not tell anybody. I show up, and then there's media stuff out all of a sudden. When I land in Tokyo, and I'm getting all these texts. So now it's like. I'm in Tokyo, and now people are finding out. But then it wasn't really true because Taylor, they were still trying to yeah. get Taylor to play yeah. until two days before. And they were deciding about, like, forfeiting a match, right? Yeah. To see if they could, like, forfeit. He could Put yourself negative. in a real... Yeah, so I landed, and, I'm, and I texted his whole, this whole team, Rich, Jake, Taylor. Hey, I'm here. I'm putting all my energy into Taylor playing. This is your guys' thing, blah, blah, blah. But I'm fucking ready. And I just fucking left it at that. No way. And then Taylor called me right when he... Finally, like two days before, when he, it was the last, his last chance, either pull out or forfeit the first, you know, risk it, risk yeah. it all. And, you know, he obviously, it was super respectful conversation. And I was like, I also think this, that was this really label doesn't mean shit. Like, I'm the same person I was yeah. five minutes ago before you texted me. You're the same, you know, whatever. Yeah. It, was, it was just like a good, of course, good moment. Well, he's like all a positivity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I also thought it was really big of Taylor to like let make sure Jake had the opportunity right. to play. You yeah. know, like he could have said like, you know, wait for I me. Mean, yeah, forfeit a match. Just One of our like the way he handled three. the whole thing, yeah. I have so much respect and admiration. Like 
Taylor, yeah. amazing, yeah. and cheered I mean, the whole way. Yeah, it really like was. I think that meant that. a lot for everybody. You know, yeah, yeah for so and this, I mean, that's one of the hardest things. That, and I, I feel like maybe I would understand what he went went through more than most people would because I know how much it meant to me to finally make the Olympics as my first time and yeah. like to get that stripped away. Like I just would get like a knot in my stomach thinking yeah. about it, and I felt yeah. so, yeah, so bad. Like did, for did, sure. Did you think your first Olympics would be indoor? Oh, yeah. That was your like, dream? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, I didn't ever really think, like, beach was going to be my... Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to try it eventually, and, mm-hmm. I, you know, I played it growing up, and I liked yeah. it and everything, but I I was so good. Like, I don't I mean, like... So no, but, like, when I was younger, though, like, every... That's what no, I was thinking. We would, we would all agree with oh, yeah. you. Yeah. No, but, like, when I was younger, like, I was always, like, excelling at, yeah. at every stage, and I always thought, like, oh, it's going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. And then I just saw my chances diminishing and, you know, like I had to be realistic with the whole thing. And like I got cut one summer and I just realized like, I don't want to play if I'm not trying for the Olympics. Like that's not the type of person or player that I am. And I just, I knew I needed to kind of start over and I don't even think I knew what that meant. Like I was like, oh yeah, I want to go for the Olympics. And I, I know what kind of work it takes because I tried so many times on the indoor side, but I didn't know what it entailed in terms of like making a main draw and like getting points and all that and like crazy who i was gonna play with because she wasn't on the market at the time so i was just like oh yeah i'm gonna find somebody you know it was really kind of naive of me but it all worked like it's crazy the the fact that you had to that you actually experienced like living through letting go of the olympics like letting go of the dream like oh not for me anymore i have to and you like experienced it as your truth well it's like i I let go of it, but I didn't let go of it because, like, that's also why I wanted to go to the beach because I was like, okay, this is my only other chance. Right. But I, I think I was real, really realistic. I was like, my chances are not going to get higher from here. Right. So. And now here you are with a gold medal. Yeah. It's still blowing my mind too. Crazy. Right. <laughs> I was getting. And by the way, it wasn't close. I was. I, I was finally learning what all the parents are talking about when I was, and I'm not calling myself a parent, yeah. but. I was watching you guys quarterfinal and I was getting so nervous all of a sudden. It's crazy, like, right? I need the these girls to win. Yeah. Like, cause we lost and I was like, I really, really want these girls yeah. to win right now. Well, like, it's this a is weird crazy. thing I'm getting because nervous. I think at that point, all the Americans were out and we were the only Americans yeah. left in beach volleyball. And then at that point you feel the responsibility mm. to carry USA volleyball yeah. a little bit yeah. and be like, okay, well we have to get a medal now, you know, like yeah. we, we got to, pull through for I always feel a lot of responsibility for USA Volleyball because they put a lot of resources into us and you know I played when back in 2006 when we literally had nothing and we had like one person who like paid her way to like come and rub our shoulders sometimes you know like no um, stipend, no. Um, Does that gnarly think back to like gym. what Holly and those guys were just by I know, themselves by going? Themselves Even Misty and Carrie in the beginning, wow. right? It was yeah, and to compare it to what we have now, it's so much, and That's we're cool. so supported. Yeah, and I think knowing that, like, the financial support would have gone away had none yeah. of us gotten a medal. Like, yeah, USOC, USOPC, you know, like, allocates money to different federations based on their Olympic potential and like the medals you get. And Sean let me know that after Rio. He's like, I'm so glad you guys got a bronze because it means mm. so much to us funding wise. You guys made me get paid more probably, right? Over the yeah, next year. Probably. Let's go. <laughs> He's right. He's, I mean, Marginally. there's a business side yeah, of it right. that is real. And yeah. that yeah. pressure is gnarly for yeah. you well, guys. And it's, and it's so crucial too for girls that are trying to make it. Yep. You know, like beach volleyball does not pay 
pay out, you know? And so just to even get your travel covered is huge, you know? Yeah. Like, it's no crucial one's gonna for play, that. Yeah, no one's going to play beach volleyball if they have to pay their way to the tournaments and if they can't get a little money to cover their rent or whatever. You have to be so, able to make a living. But, yeah. like, what about the AVP tour? Like, our American tour? Like, you guys winning put volleyball, beach volleyball, like, on the map or on TV for how yeah. many more hours like that's the another thing I feel us. pressure from to like do well at the Olympics like to because I just know that how many more eyes have been on the AVP because of Misty and Carrie yeah. over the years yeah. you yeah. know and we're like keeping bringing, our sport relevant bringing, in this country bringing yeah. home medals matters in America it does. and it does. people want to watch that so um it felt good for all those reasons to like to win i mean those weren't probably our biggest re- motivators right. at all you know right. but they were no, they were there, there yeah. yeah i feel like i thought about this when you won the gold um there's like three incredible matches for me in your career when it comes to the olympics the first one was the semi-final win in mm-hmm. in, in 2012 in L- london yeah uh, yeah london with yeah. with with cassie against mm-hmm. two larissa Brazil. and uh, juliana who was the team that people thought they were number one challenge in Carrie the world okay. they had beat us nine times in a row before that raining or whatever yeah, it was <laughs> raining like we had played them so many times and it was one of those teams you went up against and like you just felt like you were going up against a wall a little bit you're mm-hmm. like i don't know how we're gonna win this one yeah. we're gonna try the hardest that we can and it's the olympics and there's all that intensity but i just it yeah did not go into that thinking like Oh, there's a good chance we're gonna win this. But I remember when you guys did the feeling for everybody, and even for you, it felt like gold at the time. Like it, it was, did. oh my yeah. god, April and Jen and Carrie Misty are playing for the qual. It, it was mm. beyond. Yeah. In, yeah, in we that won. match, we beating Juliana Lewis was was. So that's one moment I remember, and then winning the bronze with Carrie was. I've always felt this way, whether it's coaching or whether it's announcing or watching. Winning a bronze medal match in the Olympics is maybe the hardest it, thing to ever win because mm. you're coming off a fucking loss. Or your dream and goal was gold. So for you guys to rally and win in three, and then probably felt either, like gold. In a way. <laughs> either, yeah, it was one of the hardest. It was no. maybe the hardest match I've ever played. Emotionally, you're, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You're either going home with a medal or you're not. So yeah. like you had just lost. You had two and, chances at a medal too. And you had two chances, mm-hmm. and we can talk about this more later. But um, yeah, like you're either going home with a medal or you're not. Like you make it to the finals, you know you're going home with a medal. Yeah. Which I talked to her about too, because I feel like that was kind of a mind f in London, and I wanted to learn from that in Tokyo and not. We're not the, done yet. We're not done. That's was gonna be yep. Yeah, but mm. in Rio, yeah, you're either go, you get a medal or you don't, and that was, that was gnarly. How that, quickly did you tell Alex that? Was it like on the court after, or was it like later? No, we were, we were walking in the dining hall one day, like talking about it, because we were both just so happy. I. I feel like I felt the most pressure in the semis because I knew that if we lost, there was a chance that we weren't going to go home with a medal. Yeah. And for me, going home with something, (laughs) you know, was really important. And so once it got to the finals, I I felt like this huge sigh of relief. But I, and I was telling her, I was like, I feel so relieved. But at the same time, I feel nervous that I'm this relieved because I don't want to settle, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I know how bummed I'm going to be if I am too content with silver and we don't play our best or we're not hungry enough. And then that's when she kind of told me about her experience in London and that she didn't want to make, make the same mistake. And so we talked a lot of, about being like, okay, let's treat this like if we lose, we don't get a medal, period. Mm-hmm. You know. And so we tried to kind of, I don't know, like 
And I really, she, I don't think that she was going to be complacent. Like, yeah. I think she's, I know she's the player that wants to win. Like, yeah. it, you know, second place is not good enough. But I just couldn't, I needed to share those lessons. Like, yeah. just to be safe. Yeah. I wasn't going to, well, like, like, why oh, wouldn't you? Sure. Like, even, so it was cool. I was walking, we were walking from the dining hall, and Jordan and Faluka were walking with us. And they asked April, they were like, hey, like, Actually, this was after, after the gold, after, after we won. Yeah. And, and they hadn't like, played What's yet. What's your advice? You know, like we've gotten silver and a bronze. Those and are two people that you know have been funny? there before they too. Got, yeah. They got a silver when April got a silver. Yeah. They got a bronze when April got a bronze. Whoa. And they got a gold when April got a gold, which is I so weird. Goosebumps. I know. I know. It's like such a weird parallel. And it was cool because, you know, I played with Jordan and yeah. Luca and they're amazing and they have so much experience. But it was cool to kind of hear them ask for her advice and like, what did you do differently? And what do you feel is different? And I don't I was just kind of sitting there taking it all in yeah. because obviously I'm not on their level but like just to hear them so open to advice and to hear knowledge passed back and forth I thought that was a really cool moment I love hearing that story because it brings you to that third win which was the gold medal match and now you now knowing how, what your guys' mindset was you weren't stopping until that game was over like we were already celebrating that was an absolute beatdown and it was on its way but you guys never showed so I'm curious to you like were you just going that finish line is there I've already had these amazing moments in Elizabeth, but not not this. Like you know, I, what I, mean? I just yeah. had this. I was looking to see like, is she emotional yet? I was trying to find you know. Well, so you guys I, just kept playing. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> we were up like I don't even know what it was like sixteen ten or sixteen yeah. twelve or something. That and ten I, point run. And I literally was like, oh my god, we're about to win a gold medal. And I was like oh. on service, <laughs> and then I started screwing up. Like I shanked a ball. I didn't go up to the net to block for one mm -hmm. ball. Like I made all these mistakes, <laughs> and I was like, "Alex, focus! Like you should not be thinking yeah. these things yeah. right now." But like, you're like, "Dude, we're gonna I had such a mind. I know. Shut up, Alex. Shut up. I had multiple moments where like I'd be on service, and I'm like, "Holy shit, I'm in the I'm in the Olympics!" Like, yeah, right. and yeah. I I knew I shouldn't have been so thinking funny. about those things, but it was just such a big deal to me, and I'd like it would just hit me randomly, and it hit me at the wrong point for yeah. sure in the finals, and then I just gave up a few points and then they kind of went on a run and I think they got to like April, 17, 13 thank God kind yeah. of shut it down see we're already all celebrating they're like yeah. it's still battling <laughs> yeah. yeah it's funny how nervous you can be when when you're up 17, well, 13 that's like, what you, we talked you've never about. been like oh no they're too close <laughs> we talked about that afterwards it was like when you're in the battle when you're like mm -hmm. point by point you're kind of like it's a little less nerve-wracking yeah, because right. you're just fighting mm. so hard. But we got and up. And you're, like, playing consistently, too, at least. Like, you're not... Yeah, and then we got up, like, 10 points or something. And we're like, okay, it would really suck to blow this <laughs> yeah, right, right now. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, we exactly. have to hold on to this. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, but I had a little bit of a Will Ferrell moment in old school because, like, thinking about I'm like, I just, I feel like I blacked out. Like, I just... <laughs> That's like, how you debate? Yeah. <laughs> like, I... I Looking back, I don't think I've, I know I've never been more focused or more determined to win a single wow. match in my entire life. Like, have you rewatched it? I've we I've rewatched the highlight reel, <laughs> which is so I nice. Actually, there you I go. actually have not rewatched a single point. No way. No, I swear to God. I just really. This bad. is where if we were really prepared, we'd say no, roll, no, no, that's roll not roll true. It. It'd be dark and get darker. Yeah, oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we're gonna there. get there when this oh, is all set up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wifey's just, just building out the studio. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. Now. no, a final <laughs> note. We we scout ourselves, so like we watch all of our games back. Yeah. So I I've watched them, but not like with announcers or with, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. we're watching from the end line. It's like silent. They're gonna show that moment. So our um. Our assistant coach, Fiapo, who's mm. amazing, he has worked with Alex since she got out onto the beach, and um, he still works with us. We, I was working on my line shot, 
I don't know, a couple years ago or whatever, and just doing it like a thousand times and not feeling confident about it. And also, just for people who don't know, when April can't, doesn't feel like she's doing something right, she's like, okay, I need to finish a practice with like 10 perfect line shots. Mm-hmm. And she gets obsessed with something, and we're like, April, like, yeah, your line shot's you great. Yeah, it's great. Like, <laughs> you don't need to get like 10 of them, and you know what? Like, it's really windy today, and like, let's just call it. And she gets obsessed and she's like yeah but what do i do and he was always helping her and yeah. like he would be super on board with it like i would be like okay he was patient yeah. he was patient. no he was and he puts the cones okay when we get targets on the, on the court every other coach gives you like a six foot by six foot square because they want you to make it at some point. he literally Confidence gives us like yeah. a one and a half by one and a half foot square and we look at him and we're like is that really the target yeah. and at first we were kind of like this is ridiculous yeah. but then it, at a certain point you just get so used to it yeah and so when she's saying she wants to get 10 good line shots, it's not like, oh, 10 like, pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. like 10 in Coffin the very corner. corner. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Continue, continue That's a story, great story. Yeah. So I'm trying to do my line shots, mm-hmm. and I feel crappy because it's a one foot, one and a half by one foot and a half foot square, and I'm missing it. But anyways, so I'm working on a ton, and Fiapo eventually goes, you're going to win a gold medal with your line shot. And so we're in this, we're in the match, and um, we're, side, we're siding out to win. And I'm like, I have did you to. think about it? Oh yeah, I'm oh. like, I have to do a line shot right now. No, way. And, and I had been saying, I was like, if you can clear to leave, yeah. a line shot will go down. Like and it is. You guys are having that conversation. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, for yeah. You, yeah, you usually don't want a shot to be in your head going into a side out, right? Well, I mean, that's for me. That's I've for gone me. back and forth because a lot of people scout me and know that when it's you know games on the line, I'm gonna swing angle right. as hard as I okay, can, okay, and yep. so like I've gone back and forth and like, okay, so. Everyone's gonna expect me to do this. Maybe I, you know, ship mine mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. So, anyways, I'm thinking of this. Fiapo told me I'd win a gold medal by doing a line <laughs> shot. <laughs> and to leave and also, Fiapo has the best advice. Right. Like he, he does, does his quotes yeah. all the time. It's like so much wisdom. Oh, out of um, it's like Yoda is, floating dude, down. Dude, I need a little like, Fiapo in your life. Do. Do he has a hundred percent winning percentage with us. So he's gone. We've won only won gold medals when he's coached us. He's okay. gone to like four FIVB tournaments with us, and we've won gold every single time. I think it's two FIVBs and two AVPs. I thought it was three. Is whatever. Yeah, we'll have anyways, to go back and look. Yeah. But he's a hundred percent winning percentage with us, and so Talik was big. She's yeah. she's touching my line shots and stuff, yeah. and I'm like, I still have to try. So I tried, and it looked for the longest time to me like it was gonna go in and we we're gonna win, and it was out by like it an was, inch. It was literally out by like this much, oh, and it was like such a great stroke and like good contact and everything. And afterwards, Fiapa was like, he did it notice was, it was a good line shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you tried, I, you know. Oh, I felt good. so bad that it would have been such a great story if it was in and we had won. It's but then they story. missed their serve. Still a good story. They still missed their serve. So like my last shot was a line shot. <laughs> yeah. so. Oh my god, that's right. A, you did win a gold medal on your line. I, yeah. I actually thought about when they missed the serve. I don't know if you want to bring it up, but I thought about your serve in London, because didn't you no. miss a serve yeah. To, yeah. for Carrie to win? Yeah, but weird, that, that was weird. That it, that's what popped in my head. I don't know. Just, so just a little. I was just like, ah, suck so it. So I still April remember. I still remember my mentality in London going for that mm-hmm. serve because we were down. 20 to 16 yeah, and you're I was down like four right now. we're serving 20 to 16 and my serve is more even now more even than now was a big weapon for us mm-hmm. and I was like I really need to dial it up here and I just went from middle to middle and hit it a little too hard and it was out so like I don't really have a lot of regret about that serve I have a lot of regret about I just remember it and I was like yes yeah. now April like someone else gave April yeah. the gold on that one and I think one of the biggest things in my career 
was when I was playing indoor and I and my one of my teammates we're you know you, when you're the the player for that team the foreigner right like there's a lot of pressure on yeah. you and all that and blah, blah blah I'm serving for match like the gym's going crazy and and my teammate uh, came up to me and told me like this is when you have to go this is where the big players go for it and before that in my career I was the placement guy at yeah. placing yeah I hit my spots well yeah and like at that moment like I committed to like I'm gonna go for it in these big moments. Yeah, if take I'm risks. Down if I'm up. Yeah, I love it. It didn't even work for the first few years, but I got so comfortable going for it in big moments that now, especially this year, I brought us back in matches with my serve in yeah. those big moments because there's no doubt. It was just like, yep, I know what to do. I think you guys bring bring up such great points for for kids playing this game too, whether it's mm. beach or indoor. I mean, that's a lot of the message from teams that I've tried to coach, whether it's A-teams all the way down to to Millie's age, like, you know, you get into these moments and you can't really practice for it, right? You can't emulate it. You're there, whether it's in a big crowd or whether it's on the Olympic stage or in a big moment. You just go for it. Yeah, I mean, and, and as a coach too, sometimes we get we get tentative in big games mm. and, and we're afraid to make changes and adjustments and maybe you'll fall into the, uh, that trap as a coach, like, I'm going to stick with what got me here. Right. And there's a solution right next to you, and you're yeah. afraid to. So it's, it's so cool to hear your guys' you know, stories about, you know, you get into these moments, and it's not, it's like, I always, everyone always asks me about Kobe because I got to watch all his games and call him and stuff. Like, dude, he failed too. It's the beauty of him. Like, when he passed away, and, and I was doing media about it, and it was all emotional and stuff, I'll remember, like, it just hit me, this rant on why he was special to L.A. I'm like, because he was ours. And for 20 years, we watched him airball. We watched him win championships. Yeah. We watched him struggle. We watched the human side. No we watched MVP. him go through struggles in his personal life. Come out the other side, drop 60 in his final game, and drop the fucking mic. Like, yeah. he's all, like yeah. we saw that. Right. So it's not just about winning every single time, but it's about the journeys that you guys are on. Yeah. That's really important. Mm. Well, I feel like that's one thing Alex has taught me. Like, it's so weird. She could... She could I don't know if it was because she had so much to learn on the beach or mm-hmm. what, but she came out and like she was so honest about her weaknesses. I had never really heard anybody be so real about their weaknesses. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. for me I was always kind of like trying to convince myself that I was good at like this and mm-hmm. this and like couldn't like, you know, admit that I was bad at something. Like I didn't want to be um underconfident in anything, but I feel like there's real power in recognizing what you need to get better at and she was so good at it i feel like i started to accept that like okay i can talk about with my coaches that you know i fail at these things and i make mistakes and like that's okay if as long as we like learn about it so i feel like that was a huge key for me in this quad i remember getting to stad one year and I forget where we had lost. Oh, it was World Champs before. Tell me, can we just cheers to Stan? Is that that's the yeah. most beautiful? Place? Wait, hold on. I need to <laughs> Real quick, I mean, a little refill. Yeah, refill. Uh, when you say Stad, we got we got to stop for a second. <laughs> Thank God I've been there once. I'm getting there again. Jess and I have yeah. both said Anytime we will Stad get back. Yeah, We're gonna get back to Stad. You hear Stad drink? Haven't for, been there since 2007. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get that. Oh wow. Yeah, you need. She's pregnant. Pregnant with Millie. Finally, got, finally got my gold cowbell with yeah, Alex, Yeah, you did. Too. Oh, my. Okay, oh, I, well, I, have two, I have two stories. Okay, first of all. Okay, tell the one that I rudely interrupted because okay, we need to fill up I'll a wine I'll tell that glasses. one before yeah. I forget. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember we got to Shad. We had, I think we had lost World Champs, and it was kind of tense because, you know, we had lost, and it was an amazing 
tournament for Sorry, us. I 19? felt so bad. I felt um, 2019. 2019. I felt okay. so bad that Alex wasn't able to call herself a world champion after world champs. Like that was my biggest. Like I didn't care that I lost. I was just like, I felt so bad for Alex. Yeah, like it's just like a weird mix of yeah. emotions. I feel like we we're all trying to figure it out. Like, are we proud? Are we disappointed? Are we, you know, whatever? Are we pissed? And so we finally sat down. We always stay in, in this cabin when we were playing for Jen. Her, what was the relation to? It's um, Andy's husband? aunt, yes. I believe. So it was a family's so cabin cool. in Shad, which is amazing that oh, she even had family there. I know. <laughs> so we'd stay there, and I remember we like pulled up, we got to the table, we opened the laptop, and we're like, okay. We're going to watch the match. And we always watch ourselves. Mm -hmm. But it was, you know, it was a little harder to watch because we knew how important that match was when we lost. And we're kind of so going bad. through. And and at one point, I feel like April was like, yeah, you know, like, you could have And I'm like, yeah, I know my pulling sucked. Like, and then she's <laughs> like, okay, like, and, you know, the set could, And I'm like, I know my setting sucks. Like, okay, <laughs> I could like, literally say these things. <laughs> and, like, most people are going to get defensive about totally. it. Totally. It's not easy, right? Yeah, it's not easy. I'm I, like, I know, know. I know it sucks. Like, I'm... I... I don't know. And, I, but that's why she's gotten so good so yeah. quickly is because she is fine with it. You know? Like, well, I'm, I know well, it. Not I'm not fine, fine with it. With I, it, I feel like it's really like, motivating. You're searching because, for it. No, though, but I feel like, like I'm very aware of what I'm not good at. So it's very motivating to be like, okay. And especially because we watch a lot of video. And so I'd watch practice back every day. And I'd be like, oh, my God. I, my blocking looks ridiculous. Like it sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, that's embarrassing. So then I would go back to practice and I'd be even more motivated because I didn't want it to look like that again. And sometimes it feels good, but then you watch it and then you're like, whoa, like I'm way off. Yeah. And so I feel like I had a lot of those moments where it was like, okay, I'm not as good as it felt. And sometimes it felt good and it wasn't good. Sometimes it felt awful and it was awful. But I felt like it was really motivating because I knew mm. that it I wasn't worried. But I think the unique be. thing is, like, you know that you can get better at it. Like, you know that you're going to be able to fix it. I think, for me, there's, like, this, like, unspoken fear that I'm going to watch myself, and if I admit that I'm bad at something, like, I'm just going to be bad at it. Yeah, you but know? I think... But I, it's, it's illogical. Like, I, I know for myself that I can work my butt off and get better at things, and I'm always trying to improve, and I know I can improve, but, like, there's just this illogical... I don't know what it is. Yeah, but I, I think I know what it is because when I played indoor, I would played for so long that once you get to a high level, like a super, super high level, it's so hard to get better, right? Like you're trying to change, like you're making micro changes, right? And it's so hard because you have 20, 30 years of muscle memory doing it one way and you're trying to change one little thing and it's so hard. And I, when I was playing indoor before I quit, I felt like it was so hard to get better. Like I was just almost plateauing. And then when I switched to the beach, it feels like a whole world of opportunity for me because mm. every day I'm getting better at something. And that's really like exciting and thrilling for me. And I still have had such a short career that I know I'm still getting a lot better, which for you, like you've worked so hard, you've gotten to such a high level. So I know like it's basically what I felt on the indoor side. It's so hard to get better at that point because you're already so good and you've played for so long and you have so much like, but your influence in that way helped me get better. I feel like I've gotten better over the, like I've improved more over the last four years than I maybe have really my entire career. And I, and I fully, I can tell when we go to practice that you are not settling for how you are that day. Like you, every time you're open to feedback, you're like wanting to get better. You're like, I need to work on this. I need, this isn't good enough. So 
I mean, I will fight about yeah, theory. As, well. as you should. <laughs> How long until you, so you got together, what, 17? 18. 18. Our, our beer tent, which we'll tell later, I'm sure, is yeah. 17. When we, we decided you guys were going to play together, drinking beers together. Um, how long before you felt comfortable giving Al, uh, April Ross feedback? Well, I feel like I'm a little annoying. <laughs> no, I'm kind of annoyingly opinionated sometimes. Like, even when I know that I'm not the leader or the better of the two, it was hard for me to swallow things if I didn't agree or understand where it was coming it. from. So I feel like I was always asking for explanations or trying to understand, like, oh, why are you telling me to do this? And then I do think at a certain point, like, I started to trust my instincts a little bit more where it wasn't like, okay, like, April and Jen are telling me to do this, do this, you know? Like, it's, I was like, well, it feels like this to me. Like, maybe we should do it. And so I think you've probably heard me voice my opinion a lot. It doesn't mean that I don't really respect April's and her experience. And, like, I know that she's probably right in the situation but I still my personality is if I have if I feel but something I think or I that question was something. a huge part to our success is because she has great instincts she you know whether it's beach or indoor reads the game really well and you know I think picks up on cues you know that maybe I wasn't picking up on and she you know also have ideas about our defensive plays you know and like well it, like why would they do this if you're doing this you know like let's talk it through and for me I'm kind of like I'm just gonna like kind of feel it out a little bit and like read and you know then she's like no but you know we're gonna break it down and so I think her voicing her opinion was huge I mean true it, partnership it was it was huge That's awesome. and but I also feel like because we talk through all these things no, it's, it's so is. much we have such a deep understanding of what we're trying to do in each play on the court and like all the different variations of it and you know like the evolution of like okay we ran this play but we played it this way and now we're gonna run this play again but we're gonna play it a different way we've and we know like we know when we run play three like what you're gonna do the first time what you're gonna probably look for the second time doesn't mean you're gonna do it but like yeah things you're looking for and the progression that we're trying to establish yeah because we've talked about it like and we've had him, a, yeah but. and we've had i've had a lot of time to reflect and we've watched a lot of volleyball and I would be surprised if this might sound a little arrogant, but like if we don't have the most sophisticated defense, mm -hmm. <laughs> we like we have a lot of plays and a lot of variations and a lot of like, okay, let's do this, but let's read off of this. Maybe, or... Yeah, like maybe I'm not the best defender in the world, but I feel like because we have plays and they're sophisticated and we've worked through them and like we know what we're doing, like that helps me get a lot of digs and we're very mindful too of how we progress through our plays too it's not just like oh we got a point on play one let's do it again like mm. it's like okay let's do this and then let's try it for a few and see you know make sure it's not just that one situation that gave it that outcome or maybe we run a play and we didn't get the point but we got them to do what we're trying to get them to do because as you know like working with tyler there's a lot of like leverage plays where you're trying to get mm. somebody to do something based off of what you show them and yeah. so even if we didn't stop them if they did what we wanted them to do we're like okay that's a success like yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. take Call that as leverage, a win and like play. let's build off of that yeah and so there's just a lot of things that we were always talking through and we're like okay like that didn't work but like it kind of worked or you know like we did this let's try this now because we know that this progression can can work so i just feel like we're very focused and mindful of what we're doing and I, why we're doing it 
I think your guys' communication, whether it's right or wrong, like doesn't have to be the right or wrong thing, but the fact that you're saying it allows your teammate to know how to react and yeah. like know just know where you're at. And we are, can, we are like, very open, like. And that's very huge. Open, I yeah. feel like I mean Trevor doesn't talk much. We don't <laughs> we don't talk. I feel like if I didn't grow up with the guy and I just I know his, I just know him so well. Yeah. We're like we're, he doesn't we, need to talk. We could literally you know, yeah. do this the whole game. ball. You do whatever the hell you want. I'll do whatever the hell I want. Boys, we'll it's fun to watch you guys out. get yeah. it going though. But I don't think it would work with other people. I just like it's I know what point. I know what he's gonna do. A little different than John. Well, he knows April, what I'm gonna April do if I John probably had a plan. We need a plan. I, yeah, I like yeah. communicating. Yeah, yeah. I like I like plans talking. too. I'm very like type A. I like a plan. I don't want to go off script. But April was always trying to get me to run more ball, and I was like, but what if? Like I read something and it's wrong and like you know I, I hate failing so much and she was always like but just try it and like every time I tried it I felt like I was failing and I mean it was earlier on too and I think you were my, so opposed to I it. I was so we opposed never to ran it. Ball, I know. Ever. And then you're I, like just take ball. But it yeah. feels like but you have so much court though, right? Just take ball. You're like there's so much court though. And I already <laughs> felt like so like my blocking felt exposed in a way because indoor it's such a different mindset it's like just mm. be big and like shut down the line yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and it became so that. much more about reading and I felt like oh my gosh like I don't know how to block like this mm. and you know I was constantly trying to figure out like okay what do I focus on how do I figure out what they're doing and how do I you know like I I had to take up more space because she's playing for one thing and I'm playing for the other and also like who cares if I'm playing for one thing if they're going to do another thing and yeah. I can see it so I got to yeah. just go against the play and I, I was so uncomfortable doing that and I was failing a lot because I wasn't that great at reading she was you kept pushing it you were like let's just throw in a couple of ball plays and I was like okay whatever it's not going to work but then we ended up <laughs> running it a good amount at the Olympics and, and it worked and it worked and like and it started well, but it only clicked like in, in Florida. Florida yeah like Is that literally when training it was like training a week before amazing, huh? like it would not work that much and then we had a practice where it just like yeah and it and thank god that she the kept pushing bulb. it yeah alex was literally like somebody would we'd be running ball and she'd have a lot or no, she wouldn't have lines so she would be running ball but a, a lot of times when we'd run ball she'd kind of like take yeah, line i'd be like scared yeah like, i'm just gonna take lines. And somebody <laughs> would like poke try to poke over her and she'd like just elevate and like throw it down and, like, and it was like Oh my god, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> you in your mind like the master plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it did start clicking and it's crazy, like I think that's one thing that we did really well too, is we kept just striving for things that, like for different things to click that hadn't clicked yet, like all the way up till the final minute that we got to the court. Like even in warm up yeah. there was multiple warm ups <laughs> where we were still trying to do things right. And it wasn't just like, Oh, let's feel good and get like the reps that make you feel confident. Yeah. We were like Tyler and Angie were full on warming up for our first warm up. of all. We do need to give props to Angie and Tyler yeah. because what they, wrecked, they wrecked their bodies at the they, Olympics. Neither one of them are that physically sound at this <laughs> point, and a lot of knee replacements yeah. and like. Yeah. But those two surgeries. will give you everything. Tyler does not know how to stop. I'm like, oh, dude, you're hurting me. I'm machine. hurting looking at you. Yeah. They right were now. full on playing against us in yeah. warm-ups because that's what we needed. And it was a huge X factor. Well, I think, yeah. And matches. so, like, you know, before Australia, they're running the on two and, like, shoving it down our throats. And, like, to the point where it was a little frustrating. But we knew that we had to just struggle in warm-ups and try to get 1% yeah. better so that when we went out into the court, we 
to make that oh, play. And then in the semis, uh, we had this one play we were going to run mainly, and, like, Tyler's hitting against Alex, and he's just hammering the ball, and Alex isn't blocking anything. Like nothing. And we get on we get on the, like, golf cart to I, go to oh, the I, court. Oh, and I punt the ball. Oh, she punted the, the river. ball into the river <laughs> no in warm-ups. This makes me so happy. <laughs> no way. I punt a ball, like, once a month. Yeah. Like, Going to take a quick commercial break to give a shout out to our number one sponsor. They've been with us since day one, and that is Wilson Volleyball. And guess what? We are all stoked to be using the Wilson again. The AVP is back. Atlanta was an incredible event. Manhattan Beach is about to be an incredible event. And then we have Chicago to finish off uh, a short season, but a good one nonetheless. So you need Wilson Volleyballs as well, and use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off all Wilson products. And they do have optics back in stock. All right, so reload, get back into season with Wilson Volleyball using our discount code SANDCAST-20 for the best volleyball in the game. To Angie is that we don't get defensive. So it's, sometimes it's hard, but like, as, you, guys. Like, like you have to try really hard to not take things personally and understand where the other person's going what they need from you and work as a team and like tyler was great with that because we were training with sponsor claves oh yeah this is so funny <laughs> um, i got so pissed i think it was literally the week before it the was like a week or two before in florida no, no after in okay. 16. Yeah. Yeah. and we finally something clicks for us defensively that he's been trying to teach us and we say something to him about it like oh that you know blah 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 and immediately he like he's trying to have this like teaching moment, right? Yeah. He works with all he's the teams. the head coach of beach volleyball for USA volleyball yeah. and he's doing his job, but then he like turns to everybody on the court sponsor clays also and is like so this is why we do this. Alex just figured it out. And well, yeah, like, he's like explaining what we did. He broke it down. He's like, yeah. yeah, and like Alex let her pass and like waited and then like shot blocked and it worked. And I'm like, Tyler, like you don't need to yeah, we're going to Tokyo, dude. What we just did and why it worked. Like, they're a competition. And they were playing amazing at the time, too. Yeah. You know? And so it's like... That's so funny. And Tyler, we, yeah. We have oh, so much respect like, for sponsor plays. And we knew that we could be playing them in some later round match. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at some point, you have to protect your own strategy. Yeah. And, it, and you have to realize mm-hmm. that we're huge competitors at that point, too. Yes. You know? And, like, we both have a real chance of getting a medal yeah. at the Olympics. And, and so we got to a timeout. And I was like, Tyler... Like, you don't need to tell them what we're doing. That's so good. And he was like, I mean, they, they play, do the same plays, too. And I'm like, you don't need to tell them. Like, they might not have realized what I was doing. You don't need to tell them. And, and he, then he came he, back, like, a day later. Yeah, he, like, took some time to... He didn't say anything he back. Or he marinated. Yeah. And he, like, didn't react. And he was like... He came back and, dumbfounded. Yeah, he did. Like, uh, then he came back and he was like, you're right. Yeah. No way. That's <laughs> so good. Were you keeping an eye on what they were doing in Tokyo? Um, like the no. other pools, other board. I I still oh. want to go back and watch some of the matches because like I heard about you know their match with Canada was yeah, epic, but yeah. I haven't to yeah. this day I haven't watched it and yeah. I have hardly watched any other matches except for ones that we were scouting. And then it's been such a roller coaster since like we've been back and we've been playing and we just haven't had a minute. But there's a lot of matches that I've heard were amazing and yeah. were really you know nuts and I I want to go back and watch one thing that Jake Gibb and I have in common which I was really excited to because I thought it was super weird and um about it and then I heard Jake does the same thing which made me made me feel really good was that I don't look ahead in the bracket like she never does so like it's like don't tell me like I yeah. That, yeah oh I don't I don't want to know, know how to do that I, like, I don't know I'm like okay so if we play it then yes <laughs> I have it all mapped out you know? 
I think in the Olympics I did map it out. Sometimes I'll map it all out. I have to have a talk with myself first, and then I'm like, it's gonna be okay. Like you have to beat everybody, anybody, anyways. And but um, for the most part, yeah, like I just want to focus on the match I'm playing. I don't want to know who's next wow. because I've had moments, you know, years past where it's like we'll be winning, and I'm like, oh, but we have this team next. You know, like it's really tough, and it affects my mentality. So I just want to whatever. But in the in the Olympics, I wanted to. I did know the whole the whole thing. I don't like knowing. Oh, you don't like knowing either. Um, I don't even know the score when I play. I legit, oh, I always I really? legit win matches. I, try to I know like the score, never but I know the score. I, it's not because I don't want to know the score. Oh my god! Wait, hold on. Well, we're, well, we can go back to really? try in a second. But we're like in practice, and we're playing <gasps> like a set. And it'll be like 17 to 14. And, you know, you, you abbreviate and you're like seven to four. And yeah. Alex will be like, wait, it's seven. Who has seven and who has four? Like she literally thinks it's seven I'm, to four. I'm right there 100%. And but I just say, I, know, I don't but care. But you're like trying to tune it out. Guys, like, this is crazy I'm for me. I'm not trying no, to tune it out. No, I, even if I try. But I'm it. not like that in a game. But I play better. You're not, not like that. that. Well, because, because there's a scoreboard. Exactly. Yeah, there's a scoreboard. There should be a scoreboard in practice. It'll be, it'll be like... We're up 20 to 15, and Alex will be like, who has 20? <laughs> That's incredible to me. I'm right there with you. But we do, like, so many drills where it's, like, sometimes it feels like we're winning and we're not, because it's, right. like, something's worth two points or three points, and, like, I just never know. I wonder why you guys are Olympians and I'm just playing fours on a Tuesday, because I'll be like, dude, no, the score is 90. No, April, I, I keep no. score for oh, living. April has an internal yeah, clock. I keep she, score oh, for she, living. There'll be, yeah. there'll be a coach that's not doing anything else but keeping score, and he's wrong. And he's wrong. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And April's I'm with you. And it bothers me a little bit, like... We have to go over the last seven points and, like, what did you do in that one and what did April you do? April will get pissed and she'll be like, okay, guys, who's going to keep score? Somebody sitting on the sideline, who's going to do it? Well, and everyone's like, oh, I'll do, I'll do it. We'll have, like, like, ten extra people and no one will keep score. So before... And we're, we're all debating you know, the you score. You know, you guys, time in the next quad, this next one, text, text, text your buddy Geeter. Right there. <laughs> there we go. And I will keep score correctly. There flip. we go. Yeah, I'll flip. I'll do whatever you guys want me to do. Guys, we got to pause. Okay. Pause. Is this the fresh one? Yeah. We're back on the sandcast. The wine is flowing. We're at Triborn's new, new house. We got we got Alex. We 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 got April, and and I'm Peter, by the way. And I have a question because I remember when COVID hit and the Olympics were announced that they were not happening, and I remember my heart kind of breaking a little bit because at the time, I thought it was your gold medal to to win, right? Like I thought you guys in my mind were were heavy favorites. Um, did you feel like you were heavy favorites going into this one because of the narrative out there? I mean, we all felt like you guys were, were getting the gold. I feel like you have a strong opinion about this. Yeah. I do have a strong opinion because when I, got, when I got home, you know, several people who don't follow volleyball that closely were like, you know, made it seem like we were supposed to win and that the whole time they, you know, weren't that surprised mm-hmm. and, you know, just weren't that nervous and knew we would do it. And I'm like, you're crazy. Like we were not supposed in my mind. I mean, you can weigh in too. Like, I don't feel like we were supposed to win by any means. You knew you had a shot. I knew we had a shot and I knew, and and I agree in 2020, I felt like I have my take on it. I'll give it up. Yeah. Like, I feel like we were, can I be honest or no? I'm not. Yeah. About you. Oh, sure, yeah. You <laughs> yeah, can. Um, like, Alex wasn't completely healthy in 2020, which was, like... Shocker. The... <laughs> Breaking news. <Yeah. laughs> which was the, um, you know, that was the 
thing that we were nervous about in 2020. But otherwise, I feel like we were peaking and like she did all this stuff and made it work for the three AVPs in Long Beach mm-hmm. and like played through some pain and some injury. And and I during like quarantine, I rehab when everyone was just sitting on their couch, which I drink a lot of wine with everyone else. Don't mm-hmm. worry. But I did rehab on Zoom with my um, trainer, David Lee, three times a week, yeah. every like every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I swear it paid dividends. Like, but, but I don't even know how to like go through the story, but yeah, I felt like we were on track in 2020 to probably like play Canada in the finals. That was like, like volleyball wise. Yes. Volleyball wise. Yeah. It was pretty rough. But then, so we come out of the pandemic 2021 and it's like, what, what were all these teams doing? Like, all these teams got so much better. So like Russia got so much better. Australia got even better. Swiss were ridiculous. Latvia. Latvia. <laughs> um, I think we're so like sponsor clays got a lot Maggie better. Maggie and on Germany got so much better. Yeah. Sponsor clays got so much better. And so like all of a sudden there were like all these teams that we previously kind of felt like, okay, we kind of have a handle on it. We're beating us. Or we were struggling with, and Agatha Duda came, you know, mm-hmm. meddled three times in Cancun, and we just did not feel like we were the favorites going into Tokyo gotcha. at all. And so I feel like, I don't know if it was NBC or whoever made everybody think that, mm-hmm. like... I'll tell you what it was. It was the dismantling of all the teams. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what I mean. So people no, that are watching... 20, in 2021, we did not dismantle teams. I, but like, if people that aren't watching every day yeah. and following that watch the Olympics, you come back, they're like, of course you were supposed to win. Because you didn't, you, you know what I'm no, saying? I know, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I get it. Us I under, who followed volleyball I understand know how hard it is. people thought that, but I really do think going into the Olympics, we felt like some other teams were really gaining mm-hmm. a lot of momentum. And we had, we were, like, we had done a pretty good job of playing at a pretty high level consistently, but there was, like, you know, sponsor plays, they won the last two going into the Olympics. Like, they were so hot, you know? And then Latvia was playing amazing, and Agatha and Judah, like, didn't skip a beat ever, you know. So, in Russia, like we lost to Russia and yeah. Cancun, and um, yeah, we struggled with a lot of teams. We lost to the Netherlands, who was in our pool in um, which we yeah Australia. we always have a hard time with. Them. Can I ask you a question? Because I remember feeling this way in 2012 about Karen Misty because they weren't 0408 in everyone else's eyes, maybe. But in 2012, I, I remember thinking going in, okay, but when these other countries get on the big stage and have to play them. That advantage goes to Carrie Misty, I, I think, mm. right? Did you feel by any way like, let's get to that big stage? I've been there. Like, was that for you? I'm talking about you personally. I know Alex said this is her first time, but for you, like, let's go. Uh, that's an interesting question. The first mm. time I've been asked that, but I think um, April's like, I've been there, but she hasn't. So, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Like, no, I I actually did feel that, yeah. and I and I never discount experience mm-hmm. in beach volleyball, especially. You know, you see that a lot with like older players and. It's a lot about knowledge and experience. So um, I felt like, yeah, if if nothing else, I had an advantage because I yeah. had been there two times before. So, um, and you could tell when we were there, like nerves were a factor. Nerves, mm-hmm. are, nerves are always a factor in the Olympics. And um, yeah, I think Alex doesn't get nervous, but that fa- <laughs> I felt weirdly calm at the Olympics, and I still don't really understand it because I felt so nervous going into the Olympics because I just felt like every single person I passed was like, "Oh, like you're gonna win gold, right?" You know, like 
comments that they don't it's, mean to be, you know. I know like, what you mean. It's tough. But it, it's really hard to take all those comments over and over and over, and it's like, yeah, obviously I want to win gold, but, like, the odds are stacked against us. Yeah, like, it's hard. Only one team wins gold, you know, <laughs> and, like, no matter how good you are, how much, you know, how capable you are, there's still a, lot a, good, has to... a really high probability that you won't win gold, you know, and so I just kept like kind of justifying things in my mind and being like, okay, it doesn't really matter. But I could just feel the pressure mounting and then people would be like, oh, how are you feeling? I'm like really nervous. And Teddy, my fiance was like, stop telling people that. I'm like, I know, but I feel really We nervous. actually had, we had a sports psych meeting with Nicole Davis. Which I called because I was yeah. like, I could just feel it. I don't know. I felt it all mounting. And Nicole and I were like, you don't have to tell people that. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, we're good. But it made me feel better to get it off my chest. I, I, I knew I needed to talk to somebody I knew I needed to talk to somebody about it. And then finally I was like, okay, let's, like, Nicole, like, can we meet up? And then April was like, I'll meet up too. And I was like, okay, if you want. Like, I've got issues. I don't know if you do, but I've got issues. Mm. But then I got there and I felt so weirdly calm. I was just like, oh, it's Alex just was calm. Um, way more nervous for the Manhattan Beach Open than she was yes. for the Olympics. <laughs> I was like, there's fans. Like, oh my oh God. Oh my God. So <laughs> funny. <laughs> I got a great story about Alex. I mean, I'm sorry about April. This is true. When was your first? I always get the years mixed up. So, you and Kao were rookies together, and then you played with Barb Fontana. But then Ka- who? You made your first final in Miami. Oh, with Jen. With Jen. Yeah. So it's like the first event of the year. I want to mm-hmm. say it was pretty. Uh, we were actually newly pregnant, so it might have been two oh seven. It was 07. 07. Yeah. Because we didn't really know we were pregnant until right around that moment, really. And it was raining monsoon in Miami. Yeah. And I'm announcing, we throw it down to Sinjin, and Sinjin's doing sideline, and he's talking to April, and he's like, it's your first ever final, blah, blah, And she looked at him, and it was, it was unbelievable. And if, if you knew her, like, I, I'd known her, I'd seen her in her whole career. He, she's like, she's like, it's not my first final. Oh. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say, and I didn't even know the situation, I mean, but I was like... And, and Sinjin had no idea what to say, because in his, like, little, yes. probably, ear for the producer, it's her first ever AVP final, that's all he had going into that thing. She's like, no, this is not my first final. Like, bro, I've been in finals forever. I mean, it was... So she... She, had a, she was a kid, dude. No, no, no. I've been here before. I did not know that story, and that's literally what I thought you were going to say, she said. But, like, I think it was a probably... It was a super innocent comment. I wasn't trying to flex on anybody. It was not a flex. It was a, nope. I've been in the final before. And also do your research because she's been in finals. (laughs) But honestly, being in an NCAA final is way more nerve-wracking. It's it's at least as big as being in an AVP final. So, by the way, in college, it is the biggest thing. It's the Olympics for college. 100%. Dude, JOs is gnarly. Yeah. Even as a kid. I know, I, I might frame my J.O.'s medals at some point. <laughs> it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Sinjin, I've been to J.O.'s finals. <laughs> <laughs> Sinjin, I was at Harbor. We won three state championships. You know, no, you. Okay, also, speaking of Sinjin Smith, I have a really funny story. So one day, I was at 21st Street, whatever, with the crew, like, jump in the water, coming back. I run into Leonard Armato on the mm, strand, and yeah. he's like, oh, Alex, like, how's it going? You're doing great, whatever. And then he's like, oh, like, you've met Shaq, right? And I'm like, and I all of a sudden I look p- past him, and Shaq is riding on this ginormous bicycle on the strand. Oh, yeah. And, like, listen, I hate when people say that because I'm really tall. Yeah. And everyone's like, you're so tall. I'm like, shocker, I know. And, but I'm, I kind of have this moment, like, that's not Shaq, like, riding on the strand. And, <laughs> and he's got this whole bike. posse yeah, yeah. of guys behind him. He's other, milking it, probably. Oh, like, <laughs> he just doesn't care, you know? Like, he's, Shaq's so cool, and yeah. he's so funny, and he just... 
doesn't get phased by that stuff. And um, he's like, you met him, right? And I'm like, no. And at this point, Shaq's riding past him because he stopped to talk to me. And he goes, hey, Shaq, like, hold up, hold up. I want you to meet my friend. And so he, like, kicks on the brakes. All of his posse kicks on the brakes. <laughs> we walk over. And I'm like, what? oh, my God, what's happening this right now? And he's like, I want you to meet Alex. Like, she's a good volleyball player. And I was like, hi. You know, and, like, it's very rarely that I feel small. And, you know, like, his hand, like, enveloped my hand. Like, it just made my hand feel like nothing. And he was like, oh, so, like, you're good at volleyball? And I'm like, yeah, like, I'm pretty good. You know? <laughs> and then he was like, well, you know what they say about me? And I was like, no. He's like, oh. I'm the black St. John Smith. <laughs> And, like, that was pretty much the gist of our conversation. And I was, like, walking. And everyone stopped. And I had this moment where I looked around and I realized, like, everyone was taking pictures because Shaq was stopped on the strand. And I just continued my walk home because I lived at 17th at the time. And I was just like, what just happened? I'm the black singes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, obviously, he has some knowledge of volleyball to say that yeah. even, you know? Like, Guys, when he first came around to the events when he first came around to the events it was electric because you know huge crowds and Shaq was the king right like he was in his prime he would come with like killer loop sunglasses on and sit in the front row and he would just on NBC and it was phenomenal so yeah he was around you know because of Leonard and Holly and you know so he knew Sinjin and I really thought you were yeah. going to say Sinjin was on the bike behind Shaq yeah and you didn't know who he was that's <laughs> No, Sinjin, I did a camp with when I was really young, and he, I shouldn't say this, but I was a little disappointed because he didn't know the new rules of volleyball, <laughs> and he was, like, trying to say that, like, you couldn't have, like, a, a let ace or something, and I was like, yeah, you can, like. Those old school guys can I know. He was, like, trying to, like, coach everyone on the old rules, and we were like, no, but that's not the rules anymore. Oh, uh, you're wrong, Sinjin. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't say that. Yeah. I'm only eight, but you're wrong. Okay, also cut that part out of the podcast. Edit that. Edit that. Well, I have to tell this because these guys know this one, but you, you may not. We, Alex and I have a little running joke that, you know, I've always taken full credit for their partnership, even though I that's not true, but we just love this story because she was, she goes back to when she was like, getting back into beach, right? And she was making it official and it was like June of 2017 at the solstice tournament and we talked about who her partner was going to be and I said <laughs> it's got to be April Ross <laughs> right like we, we I was not at that point she, yet, she know, was like, not at that she's hey, like yeah she's not even deserving of that. she's like yeah great like later and I'm like I'm telling you right now that's the best player in the world and that's who you need to play with because you know you and Carrie were ending and you know she was the next person I thought that could emulate not not that you do you, you do your own thing but like that kind of skill and ability to affect the game at the net there's only one other player that did that. And, and there's there's only one other player that I always thought was like Misty May, and that's April. Like, that's what I put him in that, that category. So in my mind, yes, that's who you're playing with. And I remember kind of telling you, like, you, that's who you got to go. <laughs> remember? And You, you were, were so sure of it. I was sure. And you were so optimistic. In the beer tent. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And, you know, it's really easy to be optimistic when you've had a few beers and you're yeah, at the right. beach and you're, like, just enjoying life. I felt great. Oh, yeah. yeah. I felt great, too. <laughs> and you made me feel great. And he was just so sure of it. And he was like, I just, I can see it. Like, you're going to, April's going to pick you up. You're going to go for the Olympics. You're going to win a gold medal. Like, 
Yes. I had it. And I was like, wow. I wish I would No, and it. he wow. fully called it. And I was like, yeah, like, cheers, you know? And but we've laughed about it. I know, it we've laughed years. about it like, when over they would and win over. We would like, t- every time like, that, like, you. something, <laughs> every time something good happens, he's like, I called it. And I'm yeah. like, you did. Well, like, this is I weird. watched April, like, I just saw the whole career. I was, I announced a lot of it. I got to watch it as a fan and a announcer. So I, I knew where she was. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's the person. And, and, and I knew her and it just made sense to me. Like, it's easier for us who's, when you're on the sideline, right. you can see clear sometimes and st- right. Like for me, I'm like, dude, those two, that's the team. Well, the broadcaster's the perspective too, which I learned. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot different to watch the sport from that. Like it's different. Even as a male player watching the women, like I don't pay attention cause I'm in my zone trying to do my thing. But when I was broadcasting, I was watching the women like I was watching the men and it's just such yeah. a different perspective. So I think you have a very valuable I perspective. Want, so the headline maybe be, Geeter called it. <laughs> Geeter did call <laughs> it. La- I laughed with you, River. We had a text. I was like, I know I, know, like, I, know I don't get We know though, how funny that was, right? Like, it was amazing. <laughs> we think it's the you best two story get the credit, ever. but it is a great story for us. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's laughable to me that there was a point where it was, there was a, um, it, even like a chance that I would go with anybody else. Yeah. Like I think, you know, obviously this was one hundred percent the right, you know, way yeah. to go. Obviously. No, but there should have been other people in the conversation because I was really like I watch little clips, like highlights even from when previous partners, and I just feel so bad for my old partners because like, <laughs> it was so rough, you know. And like, I'm sure they all saw some potential, but like it was really rough, and I feel really bad. And we're talking big picture. Know, we saw but, the big picture. But, but even, 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 and I'm not going to say who, but there were some big names that were in my ear saying, go a different direction. Like, big volleyball names who I respect their opinion. And, um... Geeter <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Geter, Geter knew. Yeah, Geeter knew. Um... And, you know, Jen, I think, was pretty dead set that Alex was the choice, too. So I have to give her a lot of credit on. um, Oh, yeah, for sure. Jen's got an amazing volleyball IQ. So, like, she doesn't make a lot of wrong choices. Um, But I I think I still remember when we were going to meet for coffee and like we had trained a little bit. I was pretty sold, but I just wanted to, like, talk to her over coffee and like get her mentality and like. I don't know. Talk to her at a little bit. At the green store, by the way. At the green store. So, okay. And keep it local. Yeah. yeah. And um, Alec, I get this text the night before, and it's like, "Oh my God, April wants to talk to me. I'm so nervous." Blah blah blah. Hold on. <laughs> you sent the wrong. Accidental. <laughs> yeah. Dude, walk off. Just... How did we not know the story? <laughs> she had meant to send it to Kashi. Um, and she sent it to me. was like talking to Jen and was like telling me what like April was supposedly thinking. And I'm like, is she going to pick me? Like, I don't know. Oh my God. I'm so nervous. I want a rose. Oh yeah. (laughs) It was the cutest text. Like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. It sounds like she might pick me. Oh my God. (laughs) Did you respond or did you just. I said, I I said something like, I'm not, I don't know if this was meant to go to me or what. (laughs) Awesome. And yeah, but then Shaped we, then we talked and that story is all, you know, yeah. known, but we saw eye to eye and played together, but there were a lot of people with some strong opinions. That's interesting. I feel like, um, when I was watching early on, cause I was broadcasting, I think when your first year, right. Which is probably annoying to hear. 
No, because I listened to your broadcast because I never made it to Championship Sunday, so it was like... Okay, you actually watched it. I actually it. watched the broadcast. Now I don't watch the broadcast, but oh. like back then it was like I was out Friday, so I had Watching. Like, oh. two full days to... I never watch. listened back. We got to I'm do one. I, I came in about and hung with you and did that it. That was epic. Was so much fun. That was all time. Um, but my point was, I remember watching and being like, okay, Alex's game is super raw. I, I think I, I know beach pretty well. Like that's instinctually like how I play volleyball and I can tell it's very indoor and raw, but in terms of professionalism and like doing the things that it takes to win an Olympic medal, if we, if we could rank beach volleyball skills and then rank volleyball professionalism skills, you would have been yeah. right there at the top of the list. Like when I'm reading your resume, I'm like she played in Brazil, she's been in, you know, Final Four, yeah. Stanford, all this. I'm like, yeah, no. She's the professional athlete. Pro. She may not be beating all these other girls right now, but, like, she's there mentally. Mm-hmm. If she, if the, the game can catch up, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I did not call it at all. But but I, I remember being like, okay, like, we have an elite athlete on the court right now. Yeah. And it really just took, you know, the game to catch up to and, you. And to, and to see it to all come it. together, I'm sure, for you two, like, playing yeah. with her. To see you get to that point where you were at in Tokyo, which was unstoppable and probably playing the best of your career, was actually really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it came together more perfect than I could ever imagine, yeah. and probably both of us could ever imagine. And to beat those teams on that stage, and I mean, honestly, we've struggled with our serving. Like, it's like one of us will be on, or the other one will be on, or. Yeah. For- for both of us to serve really well in the finals, it was like the stars were really aligning. I know. It was a miracle. <laughs> like, okay, Fiapo, back to like wisdom and whatever. He's always like, just get your serve in. Like, He's like, I don't care what like, else you do. Timeout, if you score a point, get your serve in. Like, he, and we're like, no, but Fiapo, like, we want to serve aggressive. And he's like, get your serve in. Like, mm. you're too good to not get your serve in. So we've gone with this whole battle back and forth. And Tyler's actually encouraged us to serve really aggressively, I feel like. But... I, f- I don't know. No, I feel like he, he tells us stats. to serve space, which I feel like is coach speak for like, right. just go no, for I the don't cones. Think so. yeah. I, don't think so. I think he's, I think he wants us to serve aggressive, but like, he never wants us to say we're serving a player. He wants us to always serve like in between. We'll have areas. to get clarity yeah, on that. Yeah. Let's get clarity. Yeah. But we've always had this battle and Fiat was always like, just get the serve in because sometimes we're very high error and especially for me when I'm like really going for it, it can lead to a lot of errors. But and then I stopped jump serving altogether. My Alex game. had this practice in Tokyo where she could not get a serve. It was early on in, in pool play, could not get a serve in the court and was like, it was at practice. Yeah. It was at practice. Yeah. was like so frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> it was against Tyler and Angie was so frustrated. I was back there being like, I don't know if she's going to be able to jump serve at all in the Olympics. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And then come the finals. Yeah. Well, also, well come rewind. the last pool play match against Netherlands, and then she served, like, ten balls in a row. Let's rewind, though, because every time that I would get kind of injured and I would have to, like, stand and serve, and April's like, oh, your standing serve is really tough. And I'm like, I know, but my, like, jump float is way tougher. And she's like, no, like, you don't understand this. Really tough. I'm like, I know, but my jump. But her, her stand float is probably as tough as most people's jump float. Okay. To be honest. But I just yeah. knew, like, when I hit my jump float right, I know that it's really hard. And 
I was struggling health-wise with my knees and just like jump count at practice and all this stuff, but I was insistent. I was like, I have to work in my jump float and kind of get my rhythm back for the Olympics. And I hadn't jump floated in probably a year at that point. Yeah. And I was just like, I know that this can be a weapon and I know I need to have it in my back pocket because sometimes we play teams that are so good that it doesn't like you need to find, it's not like we can't score points on defense and you have to take a risk somewhere. And sometimes it's like, okay, let's just serve as hard as we can. And that's honestly what we did against Australia. I was like, we know that, when they're in system, they are so hard to stop, right? Like, if they get a good pass, yeah, if Taliko going on two and hand setting all the way to the pin, and it's really hard as a blocker and as a defender. And so our game plan was, like, let's just serve really, really hard. And we both served amazingly well in that final, which is never happened at the same time. That just time. never happened at the same time, <laughs> ever. I, I, I had this moment of, like, I told you so. Like, I knew this jump float was going to come. She did. She let us know. But I've been on the receiving end a couple of... In practice, I feel like sometimes, like, it's on and off. Like, you don't bring your match serve a lot in practice for whatever reason. But I've I've I'm been on... saving my body. I've been on the receiving end a few times of, like your really good serves and I've literally swung and missed at the ball. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, this okay, is the hardest sure. serve I have ever seen in my entire life. Wow. And so I feel for those people is on the other side of the surf? net. <laughs> Jump low? No, so actually when I came out to the beach, the first coach I ever trained with was Jose. Yeah. And he was really great, especially for that point of my transition because he's so technical and yeah. you know, Brazilians are like, they yeah. totally. get so many touches in Total. and I had no idea what I was doing and he was just like getting me moving in the sand mm. and having me touch a million balls. And at one point I was serving with him and I was just missing every serving. I was taking like a five step approach to my jump float, which is what I did in order. Like every player yeah. kind of has like that longer runway and he was like, think you should shorten your approach so he was the one that kind of told me like made me change it to step close yeah, step, yeah. basically yeah. toss step close yeah. um and so that's when i kind of started one hand. like what's your i do how'd you, hand. Start, I, how'd you start i always started i was always start doing two. two hand because that's how i served indoor mm -hmm. but indoor i had way i had a couple more steps gotcha. in there and jose was like dial this back so <laughs> that's kind of where I started it but then and then Tyler was always like let's keep it compact because I'm really lanky and long and it was just kind of always fine-tuning it yeah hmm. when did you guys decide Paris was gonna happen <laughs> well we, we had to, to text we had to text about this answer before we came here okay yeah because you know we have to ask yeah our 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 intention would be to play Paris together, but I think like what we have decided on at the moment is to continue playing together. Like mm -hmm. we don't know necessarily what the future is going to hold, and we're we're waiting to make that decision still. But um, we do want to continue playing together. So people that's, did talk about it over the weekend, and we gave and people kind of ran with it a yeah. little bit. Gotcha. So okay. our our. Our immediate plan is to continue playing together, Let's and just we're play. we're just gonna play, see yep. what life has in store for us, and if Paris is in the cards, we will let everybody know yep. when we decide that. Okay, let me know because I really want to. <laughs> and I feel like all of our friends and family would love the opportunity yep. to finally go because they all, you know, they had their Airbnbs booked and hotels booked. That and... was a really good answer, though. 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's the one you cut and you put onto um, social media. Like, Any, hey, like, here's what's coming out. Clip. Yeah. It's not Anything the, that needs to be like a little PC, I'm like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's no, an honest answer. By the way, no, that's is, an honest, honest answer. You gave a raw, honest answer, yeah. to be honest. Um, oh, my gosh. Let's talk about the media for just half a second, because yep. Those guys, it was man. scary oh, sorry, in Tokyo. Like, with the whole COVID situation and the mental health uh, issues in Tokyo, we would come out of our matches, and I'd be, like, so, like, more nervous for the media than for, like, wow. playing. And, well, and we kept getting the same questions over and over. Yeah, and like I said, one thing, and you know, we'll go to the next interview. And I'm like, Alex, how did that sound? Like, was that bad? And like, is anybody gonna yeah. twist it? And she, yeah. one time, she was like, Oh, well, maybe you could have said it this way. And I like had nightmares of like, like, I'm in my head. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. Was that question like, I, I can't remember. Was it about uh, pulling out of the Olympics and no, I think it was about that stuff like the mental. Health I think it was a mental health. No, I think it was COVID because I think I like framed it like we're trying to, we're being safe and healthy. So it made it seem, I was, we were afraid that it made it seem like people who got COVID weren't being safe Safe or healthy, but Mm. you know, it's like such like a small little thing and that's not truly what I believe. But like April said this in an interview, like at the beginning of this year and I will never forget it because I feel this to my core, but like, it's so scary to speak up about things that you believe in because of cancel culture and and honestly it's to a point where like it's not worth it to me because I care so much about my career and I care so much about volleyball and it's like some things I wouldn't necessarily be inclined to speak up about but then they ask you and it's like is it worth telling them what I think Mm -hmm. if it's not the popular opinion or you know and it's just it's a scary time to be a public figure or an athlete or you know just to be in the public eye and to have to give your opinion on things and everyone judges you and they're so quick to say you're wrong and you shouldn't have your career. And it's just weird. And so it's like now when we get asked these questions where we have to give our opinion on something and it's not just about how we played, like it's a little bit scary for us, you know, and you want to make sure that you're being respectful and that you're saying what's considered right, you know, but, and sometimes it's just, it's not worth it. Like, yeah. And everyone's like, just stick to, you know, playing volleyball yeah. and be an athlete. Oh well, God. then don't ask me about, you know, yeah. all this other but stuff. But then there are some things it's really where it's tough. like, it's yeah. not actually worth it to go into it because the risk of... Oh, you're just searching for the PC answer yeah. as an athlete. You know, like you go yeah. out and you're just like, yeah. what is the most vanilla PC thing yeah. I can say? It's just a crazy time. Brings it back to the Olympic spirit. I know. And like, let's all just, yeah. you know, That's get what I missed about having fans and... there because when I went to that one Olympics... In 2008, for me, it was the first time seeing it that you guys have now all seen. And but like I, I had never been in, in a, a part of anything like that. Emceeing yeah. beach volleyball, all those fans, and that sense of pride that I felt. And here are Jake and Rosie, Nicole and Elaine, Carrie and Misty, Todd and Phil playing, and you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm. These are these are people I know. Like I'm here with them. It was a pretty amazing feeling. So. Like the Olympic spirit is something that you have to. It's yeah. so good. You have to feel. Yeah, yeah. you got experience. The Olympic spirit is so real. Like it's real. Oh my god! Walking around in the village, everyone was so happy to be there, right. and they were so eager to meet you and to trade And nothing matter. Mm-hmm. Nothing you know? else matters. It's like, oh, you worked. You worked so hard to get mm-hmm. here. I respect. You know how you your path or your journey. I don't even know it, but we're here together. Like. Let's, you know, trade pins. We're all eating at the same 
dining hall together and it just feels you feel so much unity you feel much so much patriotism and pride for your country but you also feel so much respect for every other country there so it's in when other time in your life can you have that where you are for three weeks or however long you're there a part of something that big with other people from around the world with one goal in mind or whatever but that feeling of unity and love is pretty i i don't know where else you find that in this day and age there was like such a sense of optimism like i just felt like like even when i get to the gym to do like a workout or like whatever regen workout and i just be like i'm at the olympics like i'm just gonna like yeah bike a little faster you know yeah. like it's there's something so inspiring about being around all these people that are the greatest in their field and they've worked so hard and we've all overcome so much with covid and just to get to that point and get to experience it together i don't know for me it was yeah. really cool and i got a lot of feedback on that you know like people were like thank you for bringing you know lightheartedness and joy to you know such a tough time and all that so i hope people did feel that i'm i'm excited for i don't know i feel like it was cool to see the olympics i'm hoping that i make it another time so i can feel it with the fans and how different that will be but this time it was so like there i did not i felt like everything was happening for me to focus and like all the stories I had heard, like April was talking about before, I was like, it's really hard to focus. Like you need to, your family needs to know that they need to take a hit for the team and take care of mom and dad <laughs> and, and like not tell you that, something that. bad happens. <laughs> don't tell me. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. So, you know, stuff like that. Um, but for me, it was like, it was quiet. And I did have, I had Nick Lucena like, and Jason Lockhead in my room with me uh looking at film and telling me what they thought about Qatar and these teams and you know the Jake Gibbs my partner yeah like my enemy is my partner and I'm in the huddle with literally Taylor's running my running our scouting reports from FaceTime Rich is giving me like full-on you know what he thinks Jake Gibb is giving me everything that he thinks I'm just like sitting here like now this is like a team like I'm on Team USA right now, hundred percent. Like Nick wants me to win, Phil wants me to win, Lockhead wants me to win, and I'm literally on Rich and Jake and Taylor's team right now. Like, yeah, that's cool. it was like so magnified. It was it was really small scale for me because I was I came in late. I literally walked to my first game at the Olympics alone because Jake wasn't in the village. Yeah, we did our right. opening ceremonies. With- yeah, yeah, I, I I got to hang with them for the lo- opening ceremonies, but I walked down alone like, all right, what do I do? Like, hey, Kevin Durant. Oh, look, I know April and Alex. All right. Uh, but I'm walking to my first game. That was like the biggest memory because like, I don't know. I, I haven't really pictured that. It wasn't something I had visualized, but... That was you, my biggest thing was walking into my first match. Right. That's when it hit me. So for me, it was like, this is it. This feels so ordinary. Oh, really? Yeah, because well, I, I went to the cafeteria by myself, walked to the the bus by myself. I'm just walking around. I'm walking around. <laughs> I'm nobody knows that I'm going to go play in the Olympics yeah. right now. Because well, I mean, everyone's, you, everyone's like, playing. You know, congrats. And you're like, well, actually, like, Taylor hasn't made his decision yet. Right. So, like, and I didn't want to get my hopes up. I was, like, I mentally, like, well. no. That's interesting. And you were talking about calling a sports psych meeting earlier for your team. I had I had Peter Haverhill on text mm-hmm. the second I got on the plane. Yeah. I was like, hey, I'm going to need you. Me and you. Let's go, bro. And the whole time we were having meetings, not with the team. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah, no, it, it was just a trip. 
Well, and like going back to what you were saying about just scouting and everything, I mm-hmm. think it's so interesting to hear, and I don't know most teams' dynamics, but I remember Tyler telling me how Taylor loves to just be so involved with the scouting, and he sits in, and him and Tyler basically just come up with the entire scouting report. And it's just so, like, it's so cool to hear so what... So you didn't know. You didn't know that. Yeah, you wouldn't no, have No, I know. I, and I, like, well, we're so that, hyper- like, Jake has played forever. Yeah. You think, like, he... Yeah. Jake's so hands-off. That's, like, and that's what Tyler said. Taylor, you tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, it's so which, interesting yeah. to hear how, you know, teams work and whatever and... I know. Alex has some pretty strong opinions that sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know if I agree with that, but you feel so strongly about it, maybe we should go with it. I'm, I'm like Jake, though, because I, I came into this sport with Hayden. Yeah. So it was like, used to take tell me what to do. And, yeah. and I've always been a good, the, I think the right word is a, a soldier. Like, on all my teams, indoor, everything. Tell I'm me like, what to do. Tell me what to do, I'm going to fucking execute it perfectly. Yeah. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And then... Once I lost Hayden, and I'm playing with Trev, who like kind of equivalent on me on that mm-hmm. level, I'm like, all right, time for me to step up and like Later. figure it out. Yeah. Um, and Trev, does, he does see the game differently than me a little more. But I, I actually you know. think that's such a strength. Like, love it. I love that actually. Um, like we used to disagree with Jen a lot, and I feel like it worked for like we went through so many debates with like Jen and Tyler about like what my approach should be like and you know what our system should be like and what the set should be like and then Angie came into the picture and she had a way different take on everything and she wanted us to run all these different routes that we had never run before and you were pretty resistant but I honestly think that having opposing views is such a valuable thing and I think it really made us like double down on like do we really believe in our approach and is it right and should we reconsider some other options and like let's explore them and if they're not good enough we'll stick to ours and we know ours is the best if it's not like great so I think that's a good thing I don't yeah, know I think it's a good thing too you know what's crazy is we're sitting here wrapping up and kind of like been talking and having this great conversation I think about Paris and I think wait the Olympics is in LA in seven years as Olympians is that insane like, this place is going to go nuts, right? Yeah. I am... Um, Seven years? It's not that I'm trying long. to figure out what job I can have at the, I was say, so uh, the Olympics. Because I won't be playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do I want to rent out my house in Orange County? Yeah, because I oh. feel like it's going to be that far-reaching. But well, I don't know. Also, every time that someone would bring up Paris last year, if April was sober she was like yeah you know like i feel good like i i think i'm playing good you know whatever and then she'd have like three glasses of wine she's like don't let me play paris like she had like, she had, like this like me. angel voice and devil voice and i would be there for all of these answers and i'm like she just said she wanted to play paris and now she's saying don't let me play paris and now she's gonna say let me what am i really i know and i'm like what is she thinking like i don't even know guys i told her i told her to i i wanted to write myself a letter before tokyo about paris about paris like no matter what they tell you you're not playing yes (laughs) i think that's mainly what it was gonna say but we'll see we'll see writing yourself a letter is like a a crazy thing to do. I feel yeah, like I, I did. I did one um, uh, when I was out, basically, and like re- going back and reading it from that yeah. perspective is like one of the craziest things. We actually did a, a little documentary that we haven't released. Mm. Hopefully, we can get it together now that I, I think I wrote the ending of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. 
but the beginning of it is... did not write the ending I was going to say, it. can you wait well, till yeah. the ending, but yeah, you, hit the, we you, actually you finished hit one of the climaxes. Right. Yeah, get we, to the last 15 minutes of the We movie. ended the doc, and then, we're like, and then we're like, well, if you're going for the Olympics, then let's end it after the Olympics. Yeah, and then I made it, we're like, okay, Save 10 this could be the end. Minutes. Yeah, whatever. At some point, we'll have a doc. But the beginning of it is me like reading the, the letter to myself. That's cool. Uh, yeah, and it was just super cool perspective. I mean, didn't Kobe do that? Wait, I just, I just, I've, I've said this a few times, but I really don't feel like your story has gotten enough pub. Like, I uh, April, April has said that. Yeah, I got a podcast. I got a no. April, like we were, one time we were at the it's gym and she, story. I forget who you we were talking to, but you're like, I don't know, like what the PR guys are doing, but they need to f- cover this right now. Like, try is like. He, I think you had one. You just three can't, stars? you just won like coming like back first, from yeah, your. And yeah, and like, this needs to be a bigger story. I April? wrote BJ Ev- or um, Hopner Evans or whatever right. at USA Volleyball. I'm like, are we covering this? Are you gonna do a story on this? And they're like, we're on it. And there was like one story on it, like Instagram like story. And I'm like, no, there needs to be like, this needs to be huge. Like people don't understand. April really did. Like, what like, you've gone through, and I just feel like everything, like. Your your journey to USC, which the McKibbins covered a little right, bit, yeah. but then, like, that, and then your... I just feel like it's crazy. It's this, like, gnarly comeback story over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. I feel like you have, it. yeah, like she said, like a mini a mini cool thing in, in Tokyo, but, I, I mean, you're not done. No. No. no yeah. She's 100% correct. It's, it's funny when we chat on the phone, but tonight like i mean you, you, you know how i feel about you but it's like i've been told my wife like when you asked hey when you said alex and april i was like dude i'm in for sure but like whatever you asked me to do I, i'm i i'd like to be a part of it because i i i remember that time because you which a lot of people don't know because all of a sudden you're out of the public eye and you're not playing in those tournaments you're out of sight and out of mind the guy was one of the great players on the rise, going to be one of the best, and then now all of a sudden he's out and people just move on with their lives. He was calling me and texting me, can I come into the studio? I'm, I'm just thinking about the next thing and I want to learn about this because that's what I'm going to do right now. That showed me so much about this dude. I was like, unbelievably, he came and sat with us and watched the show. And then like we did the you know a couple of events. That I would show up and they'd be like, hey, tries on. Do you want to jump on? I'm like, yes. Because I just was like, dude, I... I I dig this. Like anybody to me that has that, hey man, you didn't you didn't cry about it, you didn't pout about. It. Maybe you did it on your own, but when you you forged through it, and to me, she's right. Your story is not told enough. No, it's it's not. not. Yeah. Well, and for me, like I wasn't really around when that story started, but I, when I was starting to play beach volleyball and I was going in the USA gym, I feel like that was when you were in the thick of it and like slightly coming out of it and I remember seeing you come into the training room and like you'd have like a 45 minute practice and I'm like how do you like how are you doing and you're like norm attacking your icing your whole body you like are real thin because you can't keep muscle on and you're still trying to like work through it and 35 pounds heavier right now yeah I mean I remember seeing how thin you were and you were just like, everything hurts. And I would hear you talking to the trainers like, oh, well, my shoulder hurts. I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like I felt like I was fainting, you know, like, and it was like 30 minutes of practice and you were just trying to make like, take baby steps, like back to recovery. And it was so inspiring for me to see like, 
And I didn't even really know all that you, you had done. I know more now just from hearing April talk about it and other people talk about it and how good you were and how, you know, just the real thin margin that you missed out on, uh, was it? Rio. 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 Um, and just to know that you were that good and you were so close to making it and then you went through something so tough and then you came back. Like it's, and I saw you coming into the gym every day and you'd like, you weren't even getting all of the support that maybe the top athletes were getting and you were coming in and you were doing your rehab and you were doing your exercises and you were like Norma teching your whole body, ice bathing your whole body, like doing whatever you could. It was just really cool. It was really cool. And I, I, I'm like, Trevor was a wild card for me for a while, Mm -hmm. but I feel like you've had, because of your whole experience, maybe you've had a really good effect on Trevor also. And like, I lately, like not to take away from your story, I feel like we were talking about your story and it's amazing, but going forward, like Trevor was, you know, the trash talker and whatever. And I was kind of like, I don't know if this is good or not, but Going into, I think maybe even since the Olympics, like I've seen him work so hard in the gym and he's coming in like every day and like putting in the work. And I feel like he's improved so much. And like, I think you guys have so much potential and I feel like Trevor's improved. Like you've always been on that path and always about like growth and like improving however you can. And I feel like you've rubbed off on Trevor and maybe that's like why you guys are having like, a good amount of success now and like you guys get out on the court and I've said this to several people like you look like you're there to win you look like you're professionals you guys are matching like I mean and that's not a big deal but like fun to watch fun fun to watch and like I don't even like I'm not a trash talker not a big fan of trash talking but even when Trevor talks trash now I'm like well at least he's like doing all the work. I know he's doing all the work to back it up and like I can get on board now and I just yeah I'm a fan I think I th- yeah I'm a fan of you guys I feel like I need to give Trevor a little credit because I used to see him in the gym like doing his own workout and he'd be like on the like physio ball for most of the workout and I'm like he's not even like is he even doing anything you know and I was kind of judging him and then I've gone on my own path of kind of figuring out what works for my body and I've had to kind of get away from a lot of Olympic lifting and I've gone my own to different gym and and all this stuff but I feel like now looking back I'm like I wish I hadn't judged because everyone figures out what works for them and I feel like you know the older you get and the more experienced you are you start to realize what works for your body and I, I think he knew all along like he was doing what worked for him and he was working hard in his own way and I feel a little bad for for judging him because he was like he was putting in the time and he was there consistently he was just doing his own thing you know yeah yeah no I think he um, when I first partnered with Trevor like it was literally for me I was like oh how sick would it be to go play with my one of my best friends in Manhattan like he's That'd be cool yeah. he's playing he I actually the way I got in is because you know to communicate with Trevor you just trash talk. <laughs> so I was giving him so much shit about, you know, taking ninths with John Mayer. And so it's like, hey, you're taking ninths, dude. What's the worst that could happen? Just play with me, dude. At least we'll have fun. We'll get a ninth. I'll walk out there and get a And he's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And I, and I was joking because I was like, I didn't, you know, I didn't have it at that point. I, I literally got hurt. I like pulled a rib, like just playing in the first match. Um, but he, 
agreed. And I was like, oh, sick, right on. I get like a top player right off the bat. Uh, and then, but I wasn't planning on playing with him after that. And then, you know, I'm on my grind. We go, we win the three star, which is, you know, respectable. Like, well, holy crap. My that's, first that's FIVB back. I think people think. You're right, yeah. yeah. No, it was a good tournament. And first one back, my first FIVB back, I got a goal. I was like, holy crap. And it was, I was like, such but, a big deal. Yeah, it was right. a really big Such deal. a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. Should big have deal, been man. made a bigger deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. That's right. The documentary's got it. Okay. <laughs> good. Uh, but I wasn't, my point was like, when I played with him, it was for fun. Like, I'm going to go play f- for fun with Trev. And, and I knew how competitive he was. I think I understood how good he was more so than anybody else mm. because I'd been playing against him as a kid. And anytime my level rises, he yeah. raises up to that or vice versa or whatever. We don't let each other pass each other, you know, yeah. mentally. Whether it's true or not, it's just like in our heads, it's like, no. Taylor's doing that? All right, let's go yeah. kind of thing, you know. Uh, but he... Like, the next season, I wasn't going to go in the quad with him. I was like, that doesn't make sense. We're both left-side blockers. We're, like, kind of the same player in a lot of ways. Um, but he just kept getting better. He kept making it so that he's the right choice. Yeah. It's like, I can't. All right, we're winning. How the well, hell am I going to drop you? you You're working have, like, hard. You're doing this. Like, there's something about you guys yeah, that just fit. And it, I don't know, like, it seemed like the right, the obvious choice. Yeah, I mean, he, he made himself the right choice basically yeah. and and that's just with growth and like he doesn't like I said we, we don't communicate that well we communicate in a very guys relationship Not kind of way Not but like he's paying attention sick from that's the crazy. baby court to the pier which wow I have a children's book with Travis Mortar that we wrote if you don't know and I think we talk about that in the in the book us as kids are talking about how we want to get our name on the pier one day while we're playing on the baby car. It's kind of cool. Let's pick one up at uh, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Volleyball from milkshakes. <laughs> stories, your stories. Anyway, done. good stories. Yeah, we don't know when the doc will end. Your stories are done, by the way. You three. That's oh, yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. So we're going to write some chapters. We'll see. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned, people. I hope it's not weird when I say it because I do tell everyone you guys are in the conversations with the greatest American teams of all time. Appreciate that. Thank you. It's truth. I only speak in facts. Ask her in beer tent. My one wish <laughs> for my career still is to have you introduce me. Let's oh. do it. Because I used to go to the AVPs when I was like 10, 11, yeah. 12 yeah. years old, and he and Geeter would announce me walking into the like to the stadium seating, yeah. and I would feel like such a big do deal. We put him on the spot. Now? And I do we wait till? I'll tell you what. Like, okay. okay. But I was so we shy. Geeter. Oh my god. Video. I was Vegas. so no no Vegas. <laughs> we're having Bally's is taking over. We're gonna have a Vegas tournament. Ooh. But I want it. I kind of want it in Manhattan Guys, or Hermosa. Like it's got to be like a hometown city. affair. Oh no, yeah. that's what we mean. Yeah. Yeah. You have to fly out. I want to be there when they give you guys your plaques next year. Oh. Okay, yeah. so do that and then announce us in Manhattan. <laughs> I just Deal? I just realized that we're all gonna be at that same. By the way, I love Mark. This is nothing against Mark. I love Mark, but. I just I grew up and getting called yeah, out by Geeter. No, but and getting called out by Geeter was like the coolest feeling in the world. I was so shy and I was so nervous, and to be like twelve and to get recognized and you just you build it up like nobody else does. It's it. magical. April's like I've had it. Before. I know. Yeah, it was like been there, <laughs> been there, done that. that. I had when I was at USC. I was like. <laughs> 
I should have really no, I... enjoyed this more. <laughs> you thought that was par for the course. I mean, like, yeah, Gator, Gator had to come up to me at the AVPs and be like, I announced you at USC. And I was like, oh, oh my you God, did? That's right. Oh, this yeah. nerdy announcer guy. Yeah, but I was like doing the radio broadcast. You know, you... I didn't I hear even him went, on the mic. Yeah, I w even went to uh, their Final Four when they were freshmen, all the way back in like, where were we, Virginia or something? Uh, I don't know. We played Wisconsin. It was an ugly floor. It was brown and black. Yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah. I got you. Okay. I got you. Deal. You heard it here. Yep. Maybe it'll be in Paris. Ooh. I would love that. And we're out. I know. I feel like that was that like was a... mic drop. There you go, people. Thanks for joining us. We are out. Cheers. Yeah, you get a lot of time.